day out on the lake, nothing to exciting. Lighting in the water, but the fish ain't really bad. And even if they never come, I don't really mind. Cause I got long necks on ice, and I'm taking life on here at a time. Live from the Coat it already fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're live at the Tavern at the Copeland Inn and Dance Hall. Established 1904. Yeah, here we go. This is going to be fun. <laughs> anyway, this is the Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR Digital Radio with special guests, Sean and Sal from Ransom Brothers. Yeah. You got that part right. That's mm-hmm. the most important shit anyway. Uh, well, yeah. that and, of course, the host. We got Chip. We got Mike. We got, eventually, Amber. Yeah, she's running a little late tonight. <laughs> But holy shit and happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for joining the show. Guys, how y'all doing tonight? Oh, it's going good. It's going real. If I turn your damn mics on, it'll be even better. <laughs> God, okay. Do, do I have to repeat Are myself? You, it's going good. We're going, it's, it's going great. <laughs> Hopefully it's doing better than I'm doing at the moment. Oh my god! Over two. Luckily yeah. there were no runners in scoring position, so we're okay. Well, Mike spilled Mike spilled tequila just a minute ago. All right. Off show off show errors don't count on show, do right. they? We're off yeah. early on the, uh, the the tequila going already. So hell yeah! Plus Amber's not here. Yeah, I know. I usually don't spill until she's here. Well, somebody uh, doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, so we're leading off with the tequila. This is drinking Texas, after all. This is one we've had before, so I'm, I'm curious what you think about it. Uh, this is the Insolito. This is the Añejo, uh, aged 24 months in American oak barrels. Um, it's from uh, uh, the Tiger Mountains in Jalisco, and uh, so that's all way, way up, way up, uh, high altitude stuff. Which, which I'm thinking, theoretically, makes the, uh, the agave sweeter. You know, I got to say, off the bat, I love all of the background I just heard. Had I <laughs> waited to hear that first before drinking it, I feel like my experience would have been quite different. <laughs> However, I'm not too, uh, I don't dive into a lot of details on stuff like that, yeah. ever, mm-hmm. anything. But, so I had a rating of, I was like, damn, that was smooth. I could do a lot of those. Yeah. That's very on brand for you. <laughs> a, like. that, is a, that is a great rating. Yes. That is an absolutely fantastic rating. Sweet. What's well, on Keep brand for Sal to like, just not ask any questions at all. Just like, oh, there's a shot in front of me. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did that. It's, here's to you. Yeah, Sal, I'm the same way. Mike's the only one that really dives into stuff like that. Yeah. So he, he asked us how we, uh, what did you think? What was the nodes? What was the flavor profile? Tastes well, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, drink. you know, you got to appreciate having someone like that in the group. Someone's got to take care of it. I know, you know? right? <laughs> Is that you also? I'm the guy that's like, oh, I'm getting noses of, like, licorice and vanilla, mm-hmm. and uh, I can taste dirt. And Sal's just like, tastes good. Yeah, There's so, also the guy that lights a candle, like, every damn day. Like, I just come in, and yeah, I'll be honest, sometimes I'm like, damn it, it smells great in here. And I'm like... Fucking Sean and his candles. I'm Sean like, and his candles. It does smell I like candles. good. I like, I like candles. I like live, love, laugh posters in the kitchen. I like little roosters everywhere. Nice. I, we haven't seen those yet. I'm the but, house uh, They won't yeah. last long. You're the, you're the guy they made that commercial about. Yeah. Growing up like your dad and your Sa- parents. And Sal's the chip. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I got a you know great strategy for getting ready for the Christmas season. I just never take these three giant snowflakes that we have that just hang in the house never take them down yeah 
and people will catch. I it bet like, they're scared and missing their parents. <laughs> <laughs> people won't notice it till like summertime, though, and they'll be like, "What's going on there?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's from last year. I, uh, I never yeah. took it down." And from the like, last few years, I just put them up just to see if you'd pay attention. Yeah, exactly. Hey, kid, that's how you test people. So you know, I do a little bit with the decorating. I've I've lived in that house for since since what April this year. Not Sometime once have I that. asked about that snowflake, but every time I saw it, I was just like, "There's a snowflake in our house that just <laughs> continues to be here, and no one's taking it down." And I, I, I'm not gonna touch it. But I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, at some point, will explain this to me, and you never have until just this moment. Well, there you we'll go. See, now you know. That, that's what that's what the show's all about. Uh-huh. Finding the history on stuff. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> God dang right. See, the show's over. Everybody, thanks for joining. That's been the Drinking Texas Radio Show. Uh, oh, look at that. Amber just walked in. Hey. Yeah. Somebody, big, fancy person that's Is on Coke FM house? now. I'm a badass woman. What's wrong with that? Can't hold me back. Hey, hey. She's yep. going headphones. She's going headphones. She's like, she's like, fuck you guys. What's oh, up, by bitches? the way, there's no cussing on here. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So she was like, fuck you guys. I put my headphones on. Did I miss the holy shit happy Thursday? You did. Yeah, it was uh, just a complete cluster. Yeah. I tried to go live with it. Again? Again? Well, the, yeah, but see, that was technical. This was just intellectual. Yeah. It, it was... Oh, what's the opposite of intellectual? That's right, Chip. And, intellectual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Chip says, "Hey, hey, I'm not. A, I'm he not goes, a how about this time? Man. How about this time? Instead of pushing the button, we just do it live. I'm going to say this. You say that. I'll say this. Did you already say who's here? Beautiful. Let's yes. Do, yeah, we've been oh, on yeah. here for a this while. This is your now. birthday okay. present. Happy birthday. Oh, I know. Oh, Thank it's his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's well, tomorrow. Damn, happy but we're not going to be around. 28. Yeah, 28. Yeah. Same as Julia Roberts. If you if you multiply that by 10. What does that make you? What are yeah. you sign-wise? You're not a saggy. That's December. What nope. are you? No, he's saggy. <laughs> no. Saggy, yes. Saggy, Come on. No. It's obvious. Yeah. If you know the signs, it's obvious. Bald. Libra. You're not a Libra. Nope. Owl. Is there an owl one? Virgo. <laughs> no, you're not a I Virgo. I don't know anything no, he's about got the two signs kids. and what order they are. Just so, mine. Oh, dude, if you want to find out. I only out, know mine. If you want to If you want to find out about, like, the zodiac signs and all that, you'll see like there'll be like a really, really hot girl at a bar mm-hmm. with a sleeve tattoo. <laughs> and they'll walk up and start talking to her. And if she's a hairdresser, uh-huh. uh, stewardess, or a nurse, and you find out one of those three, mm-hmm. tell her what your birthday is. And then she'll, she'll go, know. Oh, you're a Capricorn or you're a Leo. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so am I a hot stewardess? Up- am I a hot stewardess too? Since I said, What's your sign? Uh, well, no, you didn't know it. I so didn't you, know it. Is it Capricorn? Yeah. No. no, Capricorn's January. Yeah. Fuck, I have said all of them. We need to do this you word chart, this word chart, this chart thingy. Y'all have to be my friends too on it. <laughs> it tells us if we're compatible. Yeah, dude, it's fucking cool as shit, actually. Um, mm-hmm. My kids turned me on See, to it. She just walks in and takes just over. Takes over just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about, just like, we're going down well, this went, rabbit hole now. Yeah, went, oh, yeah. What's I a, happening? I was at a thing one time, and uh, I was working. I was doing hat stuff, like I was doing brandings on on cowboy hats and stuff. And there's this girl that was there, and she exactly, but she wasn't any of those three occupations. She just that's what she does for a living is paint hats, and she does really cool stuff on hats. It fall, she was, might as well fall under the. She same was thing. actually really sweet. She wasn't like like some of the. Crazy girls. She didn't it. suck. But <laughs> not like, like, well, well, not, I mean, physically yeah. or literally, literally or figuratively. Yeah. I told her, I was like, oh, I'm a Capricorn, I guess. She's like, oh, well, do you know if you're rising? Like, what time are you born? I was like, that's I, what this thing shows us. Know. It tells us all of that. Yeah. I asked my mom what like, time I was born, and she was like, I don't I gotta find oh, it. You, just, yeah. you came and you've I, been here since It's then. all off the zodiac signs. Yeah. Yeah, so, it goes off that you do have to know the time so because what, it 
Gives you your, your risings and all. I'm a Scorpio. Okay. So you're uh, coming up in November. I'm a Pisces. Yeah, you're November baby. Same thing. But I'm a Scorpio. Your kid is your kid. Your wife is a <laughs> <My> Scorpio. <kid. laughs> I don't have a kid. Shit. Yeah. I meant why. Uh huh. Anyways. Yeah. Where I'm, is a, I'm a Gemini, by the way. Not that he yeah, might give a shit. You're shady as fuck. <laughs> All I know that's, that's, that's two faced. What do they, when I what do they say about Geminis? I came Twins. out of they have a two face. They have large appendages <laughs> <laughs> and no hair. <laughs> There. So that's, it also I'm depends sure on if you're exactly a Gemini man or a Gemini woman uh-huh. or a Pisces woman or man. Like it, like your sign also. But your gender factors. Your in gender that? does factor in, which is confusing a lot of people. These yeah, days. because there's like 1,200 of them. As an example, I get along. I get along well. Like um, fiance, my my uh, daughter's fiance. Mm-hmm. He is a um, Gemini man, and yeah. you are a Gemini man. At and last I, and I checked, I, yes. but I do not fuck with Gemini women as friends at all. That's not. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Goes south all the time. Huh? Sean, yes, sir. What are you? So wait, are we gonna are we gonna do one? A shot? A shot? Well, sure, that too. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd like, are we <laughs> well, gonna plug something into this we're thing? We're gonna star chart. We're to starting your charting question, our shit. I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh. So you're Mike, a January you? baby. Scorpio. Too cold. Scorpio. Late January, oh. early February. How the hell would anybody know that? Oh, it's January. Wait, what 16th. are you? By looking at you. Just be by the way I behave mostly. I mentioned every sign except Scorpio, the one. Scorpio, he said. Yeah. You're not a Scorpio. I am. Oh, you are barely one because it starts on the 23rd of each month. So, so early must, must either have just been or is coming up. Coming up. Mm-hmm. When? November 18th. Yep. Oh, show that so day. he's a late Scorpio, which really? also dictates he's oh. going to be on the cusp. Both, both well, the two most recent band member birthdays, we had October 15th, we were playing a show at a wedding in Marathon, and that was Phil's birthday. And then we have a show at Rustic Tap November 18th, and that will be Sal's birthday. And we have a plan. Ah, oh, see, yeah. I love plans. Really we don't have a plan you don't know about. Don't, don't look just, forward got to a, it. Uh, this is it. Got a show this weekend, and that's it. That'll be a pretty sweet, low-key birthday. Just Where are y'all playing? Show. Rustic Tab on West 6th Street. Yes, congratulations. That's a great spot. Should, yeah. It's a fun venue. We usually have a pretty good time there. We yeah. have, like, it, it's either one of two things. It's either packed and people are tame, or it's packed and people are, like, throwing stuff at the stage. Mm. Like in a good way, like in a. <laughs> well, except for that one time. One time I was sound checking while LSU was getting their asses handed to them by Alabama. And I started sound checking with Sweet Home Alabama, and a full Lone Star was like hurtling towards my head, and I dodged it and it hit the back wall. And all the band members are looking. There's this giant dude from LSU like staring at me, like, You want to go? And I was like, you're damn right. No. You're damn right. You're damn right. I want to play my show ass. and get paid and go home, and you're massive. So you tell him Uncle Chip will be here in a second. Yeah. He'll go with you. You think I, <laughs> I'm nobody's idiot. I'm not going to fight you. It still took me several seconds after that happened to understand why. I don't pay attention to shit. What yeah, Sal's over you. there dicking around with his pedals <laughs> I'm just and stuff. Like, he looks up like, like what, oh, an altercation is Sweet Home Alabama so much? And like, <laughs> I, I, here's, I think the, our bass player, Phil, was like, great song choice for this game. And like, I look up and I'm like, co-star. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all have to become Wait, co-stars. That's called co-star. There it is. Oh, sweet and, shit. Uh, yeah. No, no. listen. And, and oh, by the way, Scotty Bennett, like, he, he, I, I'm on his show and right. he's got to monopolize our show too. Mm-hmm. He just texted and said, I'm a Capricorn, early Capricorn. <laughs> early Capricorn. Like anyone gives a shit. <laughs> oh, or cancer so we got, or something. We got people know. So we, got, we get the right people to stop. Two Scorpios, a Capricorn. A Gem- I count as two. You so do count two as two. Those. Yeah. So. And I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. So Pisces is the best sign out of all of them. You want me to tell you why? 
Because we are the last sign of the Zodiac and we incorporate, we're chameleons. So we incorporate the energies of all of those around us. And plus that was Jesus's sign. I saw that that movie one time. They, they girl incorporated all the energies of everyone around her. You saw that show? It was a movie. Which we there was five that. or six or seven of them that <laughs> she, she incorporated in a she row. Had to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a dirty. I've song. got these guys. Listen, the Ransom Brothers are not even listening because mm-hmm. I have them on this coast. They're on this app here, right? They, they just miss an entire an entire porn joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's it. Co- co-star personalized, but but say go ahead. All right, and hold it. on a second. Okay. While you're doing that, we haven't got to the question of the day yet. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and play okay. a song. Okay. Uh, while they're looking at this. Okay. So, All right. What's yeah. a, what song you want to play? Uh, we're going to play a Ransom Brothers song. Sure, why not? Jesus I like these Dance. guys. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you have any background on it? Um, Jesus I, danced one time, and that was it. I don't exactly remember where I had come up with the lyrics for it, but Sal was, ma- Sal was playing like a riff, and I remember I heard it, and it was in, uh, it was in a different key. And then I was like, well, instead of doing that... Um, Take it and put it in this other in this other key, and then like we played the riff together, and I was I had had the lyrics written already, um, and I kind of was thinking this more like ZZ Top kind of like uh, sort of Skinnerty type of thing, and Jesus I was Jesus left Chicago type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely that sort of vibe. And I remember um, we a lot of songs that Sal have written that I have written lyrically. Sal will come up with a riff, and that's how we'll write songs together. Is the composition and the authorship will sort of happen right then and there where it's just, I'll have lyrics already ready to go and we'll build the melody off of it based on how it goes. And then by the, like, we'll, we'll sit down and thrash it out for 10 minutes and it's like, all right, well that's done. Should. Yeah. So Jesus dancing was one of those where, and then I looked at like, we both looked at the lyrical comp content and we're like, this has kind of like a religious sort of, like it's not even an undertone. It's very much just like this is a, like a song about dancing with Jesus. And I was like, are we going to be able to get away with those planets at bars? And he's like, I don't know. Let's just see how it goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking of like my Baptist grandparents and like everybody on my dad's side of the family. That's like very that actually wouldn't be at your show because they don't go to shows. Well, they they would be um, to support yeah, well, you. And I thought, but you know, I was like, hey, me to- you know, you wrote a song about the good Lord. It's a good thing, you know. Yeah. And really, I was just happy because really? I was like, Heathens hell yeah, we're using this rip right. I've been come. <laughs> I've been jamming on this riff forever. Pitch on, Sal. And so, well, that's, pitch. you know, I, I got to sell him on it sometimes. I'm like, yeah. hey, riff, just play it over and over again. And then finally he's like, you right. know what? I do have something I recently wrote for that. Bam. So how was it uh, received in the bar atmosphere when you sing about it? They Jesus? love it. They absolutely love, yeah, it. We, we love we, it. We close the show every, we close every show with it because something about what, the way we deliver it is just very distorted guitars, like a very heavy, like just punchy uh, drum pocket and it's just when you play Jesus dancing at the end of a show it's like you've gotten to see everything if mm-hmm. you've been if you've been kind of bought in at this point if like if anything we've done up there has impressed you like hopefully you're kind of on our team and if if you've kind of been waiting around to see what what's like the the fireworks show at the end that's it it's like just this very we actually we actually took communion the last time y'all were here <laughs> During the song, were you were you here by, last by time? Communion, you were here? I mean, uh, Lone Star. Because yeah. yeah. I know you couldn't make yeah. it. You were out of town. Were you here last time? Oh yeah, was last here. time. Because so yeah, it was me, me, him, and my cousin Michael. Who I'm so sad yeah. that he's not here to see you, our pitmaster. Because he had it was his first Ransom Brothers show, and I, I had told him I said you've got oh, to nice. be there. Yep. And by by the time you got towards the end, he is just, <laughs> just 
something about y'all's music makes us just start drinking. Right? It we makes everybody be, we start drinking. Part of it, I don't right? know why. By the end of it, like three quarters of the way through your show, he's going, cowboy hats and rock and roll. This fucking guy is great. <laughs> 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 and and, and if yeah. you met him, he's this big six foot four yeah. guy. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I remember he, he, uh, he served us. I remember I think our first time meeting him, um, our keys player, James Rodman, we sit down and we all bring out this huge plate of barbecue for us and we're all taking stuff off the plate and making our own. And Rodman looks up and goes, hey, can I get some barbecue sauce for this? And his name is Steve. Michael. Mike. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Sorry. Michael's walking off and then he just kind of pumps the brakes, turns around. He's like, hey, whoever just asked for sauce, like, have you tried it yet? <laughs> and then Rodman's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try some. And then he's like, no, nah, I'll go get you some barbecue sauce. I'm just messing with you. But definitely try it first. And he, does, like, he gets offended when people ask. He's like, they don't understand. You don't need it hey, for I my barbecue. It. I get and it. And Robin's just like, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, Dude, I'm just we, sorry I wasn't here. We just <laughs> sat down. You're already getting us into a tight spot, and we've been yeah. here for five minutes. And he's, he's an LSU fan, too, so there's that. Sorry. He might have thrown a beer ball at you if you didn't watch it. That's what we should have played when we came here at Sweet Home. And then just all of a sudden. <laughs> boom, boom. All right, here it is. Jesus dancing by the Ransom Brothers. Ew. Listening to the Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR, Black Sparrow Digital Radio in Taylor, Texas. Now, if everyone except for Chip can keep their pants on, we can continue. Give him a call. Hey, everybody. Thank you for sticking around with the Drinking Texas Radio Show live on KBSR Digital Radio. We, speaking of live, we're at the Tavern uh-huh. at the old Copeland Inn and Dance Hall right here in beautiful downtown Copeland with Sean and Sal. From the Ransom Brothers, who you howdy, just howdy. heard. Hello. I mean, how was that song, right? Fucking awesome. Right. God dang. <laughs> that, you know, the voice of angels, man, I swear to God. Yeah. Actually, I mean, it was, it was just a truly Everything about this whole band impressed. is a treat. In the hands of a massage therapist. The first time I saw you guys was here, not mm-hmm. the last time, the first time. Y'all and, open for when? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I had no expectation. And I, I've been following and covering country music for hundreds of years. <laughs> Yes. He went to school with Jesus, by the way, since we were talking about Jesus. <laughs> he's speaking of community and all that stuff. He's the one that told Moses, why don't you just part the water? Yeah, yeah and let him walk get across. Out of here. Yeah. Well, good choice. He wasn't much of a listener. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I saw that show and I, yeah, I told you right away. I go, okay, new favorite band because Jesus, right? The energy is, is remarkable. Well, they are Thank one you, of those man. special bands that you get to go see if you're a true, what I call a true live music fan. You watch everybody on stage. That's what I love about bands like yours is it's not just about the quote unquote front man. Like all of y'all are your uh, front man in your own right, right? Like you, yeah. you can watch every piece and, and it's a different experience. So uh, another band that's like that is Wilder Blue. Y'all are very similar where you can, there's just a lot of power on the stage when you're on there. Yeah. But it's, it all goes together. Nobody's trying to steal the, the show. You know, you're all a unit. So. And I think, I mean, that's just kind of how it happened naturally over the progression of everything we started putting together you know sean and i started this thing and we at first kind of started attacking it as a duo and then we got a rhythm section um that we started playing with regularly go up here go up all here. right we go uh up. you know we want this to be a band 
So over time kind of started operating a little differently with those two guys. And then eventually it was like, Oh, Hey, now we got a fiddle player in the mix, you know? Okay. Now we got a key player in the mix. And, you know, for Sean and I, I think our, our biggest thing always was like, this is a fucking band. Like we're up here to have fun. And 90% of the shit you see me do when I'm up there, when I'm just, dancing around happy go lucky as could be is because I'm listening to the other guys that I play with and yeah. I'm hearing I'm hearing what our bass player does like these little intricate fills that I'm just like shit that was good and then you know I'm hearing yeah. the key player do a little run and mm-hmm. I'm just like damn and I'm up here jamming with these guys man and yeah. you know I think we've gotten into a good groove and when we get up there it's just like Fellas, let's just have the uh, you know most fun we can have up here, and just be as loud as possible. Shit, yeah, and you <laughs> just can tell send that, it. You can tell that in the crowd too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen bands that are up there, and you can tell they're not really having fun. Maybe they had yeah. a bad day. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Shit happens, right? But you can tell they're not digging it. But y'all are y'all up there. Y'all are just kicking it like y'all are having the most fun out of anybody in the room. Well, my favorite part of being a fan and taking my friends to concerts, because before I did the, uh, what I do for a living, I just was a professional fan and just went everywhere. And I, I loved finding bands before anybody else so I could say I knew them before anybody else did. almost became a competition. And my favorite part of working with Copeland and with the other venues that I work with is when I see a, someone become a fan, like right in front of me. Like they show up early. I always tell people, always show up for the openers and stay late. That's how you learn the music. That's how you get to be um, a fan of the artist. That's how you get the real experience is always show up early and stay late, just like a football game. And so every time y'all have come here, it's like, holy shit. Right. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> people are like, who are these guys? You know, who are these guys? Oh, I'm, just, I'm like, listen, they're a treat. If, you're, if, if there's any show you're going to make this month, please make this one. These are the, you know, because I get texts all the time. Out of everybody that's there, I can't come every weekend. <laughs> Because if you miss, you know yeah. what happens. Oh, yeah. If you miss a show, Amber's <laughs> going to tell you, you missed the greatest show that's ever played in the history of ever. Jesus came down out of the rafters, sat next to me and go, right? Right? <laughs> okay, but guess who he missed? Angels he missed- jumped on stage. <laughs> they were sitting in background. Oh, <laughs> the, but it's the liquor reps came in and were just like throwing beer and liquor at everybody for free. And the yeah. strippers came in and... <laughs> Everybody was going crazy. Kid Rock showed up. Okay. Kid fucking but, Rock showed but here's, up. But, 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 yeah, and you missed it. And you missed it. But here's the thing. This guy misses y'all. You missed the Wilder Blue and Caitlin Butts. I was out of town. I mean, come on, guys. He was, was in Vegas. So they asked me, hey, how was, how was the Wilder Blue? Uh-huh. You missed probably one of the best fucking shows because if you've seen yeah. the Wilder, if you've yeah. not seen the Wilder until Blue, you by miss, the way. Until you miss Caitlin Butts. Yeah. Then. Well, okay. She had her guys all dressed up in black with little construction hearts and called them the hard-ons. And I just, I love her. And apparently she was wearing a shirt that said, I love Chip. Wish he was here. Yeah. So she was very that upset too. that you were not yeah. here. Just crying about She almost all walked out. When she walked up, I was like, hey, Caitlin. Hey, Amber, where's Chip? And I'm like, well, you know, he didn't, he decided not to come. She almost left. Yeah. Two o'clock in the afternoon, I swear to God. Yeah. And I feel like I have like these little valleys of like getting to a lot of good live shows. Uh-huh. And then the rest of the time, it's like, we're playing. Yeah. And then in the middle of the week when there's cool stuff, it's like, oh man, that guy wanted to go see the one night that everybody's able to get together. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to sleep? I've missed plenty lately, so yep. 
I would not want to have to hear that from you all the time. It would just sadden. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I will tell you a place to go. Like, I might know y'all played the Saxon, right? Yeah. And um, it's probably one of my favorite venues. Some of the best oh, yeah. acts. Get you can to go play any there. day of the week at six o'clock and see something amazing. Yes. Like we, we've yeah. gone and to it's Zach, free. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. Zach Wilkerson. Yeah. I'm just sitting there, was chilling with watching Zach Wilkerson about to cry, just literally to see someone like him right in front of me. Yeah. She called me up that for day. Zero dollars. Said, "Holy shit." Yeah. This is the greatest show that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and you're right, there. You're, right fantastic. you're right there. You're right there. I went twice this last week. I saw The Resentments on Sunday, which mm. was a stripped nice. down version. Yeah. Um, it was Gabe, can't remember last name right now, and Jeff Plankenhorn, hmm. and then uh, John Chipman on the kit, um, who actually Chipman played on four songs on our record. So anytime I catch him on Sunday, it's always good to catch up with him. But um, saw them and then uh, saw Bob Schneider on <laughs> see, Monday evening. You see what I mean? Saxon, I'd actually, you don't even know. So I've right? never seen Bob Schneider at Saxon. I've seen him at like ACL Live a couple times because my dad constantly buys tickets to just random shows and I just get mm-hmm. calls. And he's like, hey, bought four tickets for this. You want to come? And I'm like... Shit, yeah, man. Let's yeah, go. Let's got go. He's a great here. dude. He still buys me beers at the concerts. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. So uh anyways, that's that's most of what stuff. and I can't remember where else, but I saw Bob Schneider somewhere else at a at a bigger venue. But uh just happened to be there the uh the other evening and then I was talking with Jody who her family runs Saxon and she's like, Are you sticking around for Bob? And I was like, Man, I kinda just came for this, but you know what? I don't got anything to do. I was like all right, yeah. and uh, man, it was one of the coolest, coolest. Yeah, so, and, well, and they all they have the newer <laughs> so artists different. too, though. They have the newer artists too. Like yeah. they're a venue that you show up early and you get to see a treat. They you, have usually, so much yeah. stuff that goes through there throughout the Amber week right now, mm-hmm. and you've never. There's no way that you oh, you can't do ass. this. You can't do this. But back in the day, when the Scabs or Ugly Americans played, Bob Schneider was uh, it was Ugly Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was the front man. Down at Antone's, holy shit. That was probably the greatest show at the time. Honest, well, I, the show was I, good, I, but the crowd, heard oh, the crowd was amazing. Strippers, <laughs> milfs, everything. These All epic dresses, shows those, that those you don't want to miss. Yeah, those real <laughs> tight 90s dresses that you can't hide anything in. They're all wearing those, just walking around. Not looking, not looking for anybody but Bob. See those same women. Wait, what was the group those called? Same women are wearing that same dress. They don't look the same, but they come to our shows at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All looking for Sal. <laughs> I don't know. This, this dude is vicious when he's sober. Heck yeah! By the way, we do have one of our first ever uh, sober guests on the show, guys. Um, well, Sean. It Sean be. McCarr. Have we ever had anybody that it doesn't drink? Yeah, uh, there's only been one. Who? It was uh, Heather. Heather's a. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. With, Heather's a. Uh, she's a. Uh, um, used to be. I don't know if she still is. I think she we'll is. just have to have you guys back and like yes. anywhere. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, Cowboy <laughs> here like, has surprised me. Mm-hmm. He did. He did much better than I imagined at I first. Just, so he randomly out of nowhere, he's like, "I'm going to be sober until December 1st. And I was just like, "Was that yesterday?" That's odd. <laughs> no, this was after what. <laughs> So it was like Labor Day. September sixth, yeah. I think, was the day really? I decided to stop. Yeah, you have to tell me. Actually, I always mix up Labor Day and Memorial, Memorial Day. Memorial probably. Day. So if you tell me, just you know what the holiday is, and Kwanzaa, I might be on a totally different time frame. 
But anyways, I, since then, yeah. I just I want to say for the record, it's not like I like him. Please, for the record, on my <laughs> pedestal, just like oh, I'm so good yeah. being sober. I'm so bored. You're so bored. I, so bored. I go hang out with my friends, and they're all drinking, and they're all having like a whiskey or a beer, and they all seem like they're having a great time. And I'm sitting around wondering, what do I have to do tomorrow? What <laughs> yes. What's my girlfriend going to want to talk about, or what am I going to get yelled at for that I didn't take care of? Usually or, the same thing. Yeah. What do I have going on at work? And, and like, strangely, I, he's the one who will, on a Tuesday, suggest to me, hey, what you doing? You want to go to Little Longhorn Saloon and have a beer? And I'm like, you mean... You want to go hang out while I have beers and you drink topos? And he's like, yeah, let's just go hang out. And I'm like, I wasn't going to drink tonight, but all right. I want to hang out. I'll hang out with my pal. And then I get drunk again. And then he gets hammered. And then so I've had home. double the hangovers because of him. I go home. Because you feel like you're drinking for two. That's how I would feel if it was my friend. I'd be like, I'm drinking well, I'm, for both of us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. Oh, I'll just give it anytime, time. Anytime y'all hang out, y'all need a, a drinking buddy. It doesn't just drink topos. <laughs> I know y'all have fun with that. However, we'll, we'll be down. Can we call you? you? Is what you're, is what you're yeah, telling me? me? Give you yeah. a little ring-a-ling-a-ding? You can. And Cut here's the thing, right. though. Be prepared. All right, like, man. Just get ready for it. Last time I'm in there, like, like, God damn it. All right. Don't let's text go. Him, though. He's not phone savvy. <laughs> no text. All right. <laughs> Direct call. You, you know, I've got a buddy, David Autry, who always said, you know, just... Just use the damn phone and call me when you want to talk. He's like, I don't want to go over these five text messages to accomplish what we could have in 15 seconds. And I'm like, well, you're right. But I'll remember that. I'll just call you. Just call December yeah. 1st. All right. December 1st, we're back with a vengeance. So. And if y'all happen to be at Dawn's, because that's where we'll be, you know, that would be what, what super time swell. You, what time are you getting there? Uh, no, we're no, just we're gonna, we just want to go hang go out drink. there. That's where he wants to go yeah, celebrate go. it. What, gonna, I would love to play Dawn's, though. For the I'm going to wear my new hat. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna Holy just shit, that's a Thursday. Drink as much yeah. Well Thursday Thursday, right? I'm gonna call Don. Be like, hey, we're gonna bring our show on the road. Do it. I'm serious. <gasps> Dude, what if I'm we did that him. and then we played? At Dawn's. At Dawn's. You wanna how, play, how, how, play for, at Dawn's? Ah, I would love to. Well you know what? I'm gonna call Don. Yeah, At the end I'm of the day, him. I just want to play like all these different gone? little places. I, I'm just I going love. with it because that's the name of the place. But is it still? I'll figure it out. I don't know. If tomorrow, we can come up with a pretty an solid. I think we could come Dude, up with a pretty to... decent Don's set that was yeah. like you know me, you, JT, Phil. Do we? Well, I guess the whole band. band. Just, <laughs> we just bring the whole band and uh, sit out there. But on the we patio could tailor. We could tailor a pretty decent playlist that would fit Don's pretty. Okay, well. it's called Don's what? And Don's then Depot. just get really loud Don's at the end. We'd have to no talk reason. to Michelle it's and just be like, "I'm just going to go there one night and tell car. Michelle, hey, I'm going to be drink. I'm sober until December first, but I'm drinking again December first. Can we have a Thursday night slot here? And I'm sure if we told her that, like I've mentioned it to her a few times, and she said like, "Oh yeah, you guys could get booked here. Just let us know." So I think if we just tell her, hey, not Michelle, only Michelle. is this our first show at uh at Don's, this is my return to alcohol. So <laughs> yeah, we you know how easy <laughs> easy that is to this promote. This is guys. my return to return alcohol. to prominence right there. Also, if you guys were ever wondering how we accomplish things, you just, <laughs> you just we just did <laughs> yeah. it. That's yeah. yeah, this is how our yeah. conversations go. To be like, okay, all right. So wait, which one of us is going to do what? Okay, you're okay. All right. Go do that. Wait, yeah. did you, did Next you hit plan. him up or did I email him? Well, okay, I thought you emailed him. Oh, oh, hold on. No, you're the one that emailed. Okay, I'll email. So yeah. here's my strategy. I think we should all commit to email or call Michelle with Don's or go yes. by there. And then if it, they hear it from all these random people, like, hey, I'd love to see the Ransom Brothers at your shop. 
spot on December 1st. And then, you know, Chip and Mike hit them up on socials or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, I the Ransom it. Brothers would be great. It's just, this is marketing one. Send it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Look how much we learned today. I have a rule. If I hear a, a musician's name, group. if I hear a musician's name from three random different areas that I haven't heard of, then I have to go listen to them. And actually, just happened with Cameron Sackey. Have y'all heard of him? I've heard of him. Cameron Sackey Band. He's Negative he over here. Up. I can see it in his face. You just made that up. Oh, I've heard of him. Oh, I admitted full areas. negative over here. No, he, but I will look that up later. Played now. At the yeah. tap a while back. Yeah, it, apparently his streams have gone haywire in the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. is it all due to things you did? No, did I you literally go, just heard did you about go him. Spread this name at three different areas. No, 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 no. I have no skin in the game. But damn, if you just said yes, I'd have been like, hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It could be done that way, sure. Okay. So you about ready for another song? Uh, well, I was thinking, <sighs> why not? All right. Wait, uh, the question of the wait. wait, I also oh, yeah, had another question though. Wait. Oh about drinking this brown <laughs> See, this brown things, liquid here that's converging at once. Okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm that gonna I was served first. All right. Okay. All right. So first. the first the first whiskey today is uh was it was mm-hmm. Duchess Private Reserve? It's from Taconic Distillery, which is in the Hudson Valley, out in New York. Um, it's nice. It's won a few awards. New York um, City, New York. Get a rope. Get a rope. It's, it's all small batch. It's all grain to glass from New York. Uh, but the reason I chose that one today is because it's it's the only uh, whiskey made right outside the old town of Sleepy Hollow. This oh, wow. being oh, that's Halloween cool. week, I figured we just watched the movie Sleepy Hollow recently. Uh, the, the cartoon or the that, movie? That was all, no, the that movie. Was all last night. Oh, okay. I yeah. like the uh, I like the label. Well, that's that's picture of Duchess. So she's the dog like that, that lives out uh, there. At the what does this bad boy run a bottle? Uh, it's it's in the forty dollar range. Forty. Oh hell, I pay forty for that all day. Yeah. What what does this bad boy run it, in proof? It's it's a straight. Uh, oh, it's ninety proof. All right. And it's uh, uh reasonable. Yeah, ninety proof, and it's it's a straight bourbon, so um, that just means it's two years old. So, so it's been sitting in barrels for two years. That's that's kind of the sweet spot. You can drink stuff after two years. I think the the best ones are like six, but all hail. I mean, right. I'm gonna put it in my category of would drink again. Mm-hmm. Would drink again. Yeah, yeah. that's that's good. Now, am I gonna specifically go out of my way for it? I don't know that personally, but. If it presented itself to myself again, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the one with the dog," <laughs> yeah, I'll drink that again. It's, Let's it's go. There's there's probably bourbons on your "I would drink again" category that maybe shouldn't be. So uh, are you? So I know you're not drinking, but are you a whiskey that. guy? Like, oh hell your, yeah! Okay. So uh, he's a tequila guy. He's with me. He's with me. I can see it in his eyes. He's a tequila guy. No, actually, him have a glass rye whiskey at the end of the day. Rye whiskey. I love tequila when I'm at the bar. Uh huh. At the house, All it's right. some form of whiskey or scotch. You guys don't don't need any yet. Oh, we got we already poured it. Oh, okay. Well, what's the story on this one? So, whiskey number two. This is Heaven's Door. This is Bob Dylan's whiskey. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Now it, it's unusual in that drink. it's it's Take from it. Tennessee, but it's a bourbon. Drink me, John. Smooth Tennessee <laughs> bourbon. I will say the smell doesn't sting the nose, so I can say things like that. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. What flavors I'm reminded of. So, so you know how you're supposed to taste whiskey, right? Everybody knows. Uh, you're supposed to through suck the mouth. in through your mouth and it makes you salivate. 
And then oh, it's you sweet. salivate, you then swish, you put it in and you swish it around for seven seconds. Are we, okay. Are we talking about whiskey, whiskey? still? Okay. Yeah, we're still on I can soon. say this. It's, it's not the, the finest dis- descriptment or whatever. But descriptment. this one. Is that, that a word? That's how they pay sailors. Is that a word? Uh, well, anyways, this like one some old is mountain man sweeter than the prior. Mm-hmm. Ah. You well, think it's sweeter, really? Because I thought oh, the other one was there's sweeter. There's definitely something sweet on the end of it. We need another one. So, yeah, but you're not going to get m- much more than that out of me in terms of oh, a description or a descriptment, as I. <laughs> Damn it, that's not a word, is it? No, it's not a word. Ah, man. So, uh, what's the question of the day there? Sure. Yeah. So, question of the day. I haven't talked about this whiskey yet. We'll do that in a bit. Um, question of the day is it's my birthday. So, I'm your, just asking. You say it's your birthday. It's my birthday. Well, happy birthday my to you. You're the birthday bitch. One time so for the birthday bitch. I, uh, I want to I hear everybody's like best birthday story. And I, I can start. Jesus Christ. I can start because <laughs> it's not even about me. Let's my, go. My best birthday story. Let's rock and roll. Let's, let's hear birthday. it. Oh, my God. So his parents, uh, my grandparents, threw a big old party for him when he turned 50. And everybody was there. And uh, we were active softball players at the time. Including so, Muhammad Ali. Including Muhammad Ali. He was not this time. Oh. And it, it was just the greatest thing. So everybody's at the house, and I'm bringing him in. And we get to the front door. Grandpa opens the front door. He's holding two bottles of Jack and just hands my dad one. And that's it. Threw his arm around him and just let him. It just every he took a shot with every guest. He got him so tore up. It was the greatest because uh, you know my dad. He gets talkative without alcohol. So they, they don't know that. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. He gets talkative without alcohol. Okay, yeah. with alcohol, yeah. So yeah, he he tagged along for a while. We kept we kept pawning him off on other friends. But uh, at one point. Uh, my grandpa comes and gets me. And my brother says, hey, you, you got to come get your dad. I'm like, where is he? He's in the bathroom. He's not doing very well. Okay. So I go in there, and he's laying face down, just talking shit, laying face down. He can't get up. I said, all right, we're going to get you talking up. Talking shit Don't to you the ground. Me. I was like, no, no, we got to get you out of here. He says, yeah, you move me. I'm whooping both of your asses. Like, now? Yeah, come on. We're fighting. <laughs> oh, it was the greatest night of my life. I'm telling you. When was this? Oh, well, this is some time back. 70, 70 years that ago. Was, <laughs> that was 30 years ago. <laughs> I heard seven. I heard 30. That microphone may or may not be on. Good Lord. I don't know from over here. It's not even hour two yet. Jesus I have no tips. excuses. It's been a day, okay? Uh-huh. I've, been, I've been up. I've been a busy bitch. Hey, you got to say, the whole microphone like thing, uh-huh. super fun. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't think out of any of... The interviews that me and this cat have done, I've ever got to hold a microphone. Yeah, we're always on Zoom. It's always on Zoom. The signal goes out and everyone freaks out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, it, no, never mind. I'm not saying it till after the show. Okay. Yeah, because right. I'm not teaching that shit. Do not. Do not. Do not. <laughs> A little side note there, but yeah, the microphone yeah. No, is so, fun. Greatest birthday story. Who? Jeebus. I'm pretty sure I was 18. That's what, and that's what he told him. I had this plan <laughs> with some of the fellas uh, to go down to the creek. And basically, it was just this little bypass in the back of a neighborhood you could get down to. And if you had a, 
a decent truck. Didn't have to be four wheel drive, but if you had a decent truck, you get down there and there was this little like ravine down there with a little beach area and we'd go camp there and drink there. Jesus so, hold on. <laughs> we were uh we were heading down there to go camp for my birthday and like the couple days before, I don't know, I got busted for going out and drinking. Yeah. And so my mom grounded me and she was like, You're not doing anything this weekend. And I was like, I'm supposed to go to the creek for my birthday. She's like, yeah, well, you're not now. And I was like, I hate you, mom. You know, right? Obviously. (laughs) And uh, so for whatever reason, I don't know how she spun this to me, but she agreed to let me go to a movie with my friend Mamie. And I was just like, well, all right, fuck. I'll go see a movie with Mamie. That's cool. So we go do that. And this was a whole setup to have a party at the house with all my friends that was supposed to go to the creek, which not going to lie. It went completely over my fucking head. Yeah. I did not see it coming. And I will, I will say, I remember we went to go watch, uh, Oh man, it was some, no, it was a animated movie about like a, uh, Greek mythology guy or something. It wasn't Hercules. Percy Jackson? Um, Did you say Action Jackson? No, Percy. But anyways, Jackson. I thought when I saw the previews for the movie, I thought it was like a real movie. Oh. And then I went there and I was like, in the first like couple minutes, I was like, man, shit, now I got to watch this animated movie? I was like, oh, I was supposed to be down at the creek getting drunk with the fellas. There was going to be some babes. We were going to dance around a fire. It was going to be sweet. But I'm watching this. But I was like, eh, you know, I'm here with my friend Mamie. She's cool. Anyways, got back and it, uh, yeah, they had a big surprise party for me. Nice. Did you walk in? You I didn't see it coming. There was cookie cake. And, uh, oh, it, oh yeah. gotta love a cookie cake. It was great. Cake. Sean? So, that's super important. I mean, my birthdays are usually, uh, my, the tradition for my birthday is to go to Matt's El Rancho and invite yes. everybody I know. And then we go there, and then we go to Don's Depot. And nice. I love that bar. If anybody's wondering why I like that bar, you got to go. But um, they have done that popcorn. for like three years. And I'm not going to tell you any of my birthday stories because they're not very eventful. But I threw my girlfriend, Adeline, uh, I threw her a birthday party this year. And I've thrown surprise parties before. And <clears throat> keeping a secret from your girlfriend even when it's a good one, is always going to end up, you're going to be in trouble. Yes. She's going to be very upset with you. If she well, feels if, like, they, if they find out. If she feels like you're telling her any sort of non, like, half-truth, or like you're not being totally honest with her, she's going to be pissed at you for a while. And I remember I we went to dinner at this place, La Piscina. It was like a rooftop restaurant in Austin. And she wanted to go there, so I was like, all right, we'll go there. And I just gotten off work. I went to the restaurant, and she was, like, getting real antsy, and the plan was to go to Seaboys after that and meet up with all her friends. And I was like, okay, well, the way I'm going to throw her off is I told, I had, like, two team captains for this, her friends, uh, Jenny and her friend Katie, and they all, like, they kind of were. She really did have to enlist team captains to get this done. She knows. for sure. (laughs) She knows everyone. She's got like 300 close friends in Austin and like they all know everybody else. So trying to keep this from her was a task. That's why I had to uh, appoint a committee. So 
I told her, I told Katie and I told Jenny, I was like, you run her college friends, Katie, you run her high school friends and get everybody at her house. They're like, all right, what are you going to do to throw her off? And I was like, we're going to go to dinner. And when we get done, my excuse will be, I don't want to be wearing like cowboy clothes that I wore at work all day. I want to go home and put on some new balance and some, a t-shirt and a ball and a trucker hat. I look normal. And she's like, okay. I tell her that whenever we're at dinner and she's like, you never don't you never care? You can wear a burlap sack. You don't care what anybody thinks of what you're wearing. I was like, yeah, but tonight's special. I want, want to be comfy. I want to look comfy. And she's like, okay. And so she's already kind of annoyed. And then we leave and it's about to start drizzling. And she like, she hates it when it's raining and when she's driving. And there's also like bumper to bumper traffic. And she's like, I'm downtown five minutes away from Seaboys. Why is my idiot boyfriend making me drive me back to my house so he can change clothes and then we can get back in the car, fight traffic to get back to Seaboys? She's fuming mad. And when she gets mad, I'm starting to kind of spin the wheels in my head like, God, why is she mad? Like, da, da, da. And then I stopped and then I was like, wait, if she were, if she had any suspicion that I was throwing her a surprise party, she wouldn't be mad. She'd be kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. It's all right. I was like, you did your job perfect. She's pissed. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So wait, this was everything leading up to that thing at the house? Everything leading up to the, the thing at her house. And oh. So we get to the driveway, and then she slams the door, grabs the This makes purse, that day so much better for me, like knowing what he went through. she's to the door, and I'm like, okay, I have, to, I have to get in front of her so she doesn't open the door. And I'm like behind her like, wait, wait, wait. So she opens the door, and she's... I, I don't think I've ever seen her that mad. And she kind of halfway like unlocks slash kicks the door open and the door flies open and all of her, there's probably like a hundred people inside that all go surprise. And then she stops, drops her keys on the ground, turns around and looks at me and she's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I know. Dick, Sean. And then she comes over to me, like we're all talking and she sees her family and they give her a hug and everyone's like, yay, Adeline. And like, like I'd go up to all her friends and I'm talking to people. She's talking to people. And then we kind of meet in the middle of the room. She's like, I'm such a bitch. And I was like, Yep, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say that. I was like, I'm, you don't say that. I was like, I'm not an idiot. He kept, no, he kept that to himself that day, I and on that it. day, Sean had a great day. <laughs> I thought it for sure, but I didn't say it. She goes, "I'm such a bitch," and I was like, "You're not supposed to say it." She just <laughs> looks at me and she goes, I mean, "Man, I'm not the smartest guy," but it, she just know that. She goes, "I'm such a bitch," and I was like, "Happy birthday." And then I just walked off, and then like, I, did you walk? But you walked off with said, your chest. He essentially out. said, "Yep." yep. Uh, he just hold the microphone. In his head, he yeah, said, "Yep." You had the champion of the Lord, world pose. Like she's not gonna listen to this, right? Nah, she'll be all right. No, she'll probably tune into this. <laughs> yeah. She'll probably tune oh, into this. Right now. Hey, Comes Kate. full circle back, Amber. Hey, then, I have then to say, it's going to be 2 a.m. and I've already been asleep and I'll get poked on the shoulder. She's like, "Why'd you tell everybody in that con- that podcast that I was being bitchy?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm sorry." <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to knowing for knowing what you went through before. Now it makes yeah. that day so much better for me. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you were there like two gummies in, just like party. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you mad? I was told to be here tonight, and uh, here I am. Sal, like <laughs> like Sal, anytime he's at a, like a party or anything, like you could have, be trying to have a totally serious conversation with them, and you just be like, yeah. and then just run off. <laughs> That's a great trivia team name right there. This two does gummies happen. in. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Yours? Well, first of all, my birthday's St. Patty's Day, so every oh, nice. is, is it March seventeenth? It is March seventeenth. So, um, do you make 
sure to find yourself at proper St. Patty's Day events. So I party all month long for my birthday. Uh, I'm one, one of those. those huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay, okay all, but I didn't used to be. Tomorrow. First of all, tea for time. Couple of explanations. First of all, I didn't used to be that way because I spent um, my entire twenties being a full time parent. So mind your business if I'm wild in my motherfucking 40s. Okay, so wait, when did all this start, this monthly birthday? So the monthly birthday started at my 40th birthday, which was, you know, weird because I'm actually 25. But anyways, my point is everybody parties. My best birthday was last year because, um, well, first of all, I also party all month long because I like to pick my different music that I like to go listen to. And, and my birthday is also on spring break, so people can't always get together on my birthday. But, yes, to answer your question, we always include a proper Irish celebration. Um, Just double-checking. Yeah, 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 always. And, and actually, I am Irish on top of it being my birthday. Then, last year was my favorite because... How much Irish? Um, I am, like, I want to say 45% Irish. Uh, that's mutt. pretty solid. I'm a mutt. My, my maiden name is Macrelis with a little C with two lines and a big C. Mm. So, yeah. And I got green eyes, so I don't. I'm shaking green. my head like I know what that means, but I'm <laughs> just shaking <laughs> my right. head. Are you th- it's throw out that Solace is, is Irish as well? Solis? Solis. 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 It's from the southern part of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it usually ends tip. up being south. It's yeah. on the tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you had a. My birthday, like, yeah, my birthday last year, I got to meet Ryan Bingham. Ooh, we got to meet. Wear, wear a boot. Wear a boot. Was, well, the, the the rodeo barbecue cook off in the rodeo happens, right? And then um, my buddies on my actual birthday, I said, "Man, I don't want to go anywhere." I got one of my buddies who has land. I said, "I just want a big ass bonfire, and I want all my music buddies. Don't even bring your guitars. Just come and hang out because we never get to just hang out." My birthday was on like a Tuesday last year, so I was like, "It's perfect. Everybody will be off." So my buddies came out. David Grace came out. Jack Nelson came out, and. Uh, of course, musicians cannot help themselves, and the guitars ended up coming out. But it was a really cool, just very chill. We all got well. That sounds like a pretty and, badass evening right there. Yeah. Not so bad. it was my favorite. And then the next day, I went around to, through South by. We went to a rooftop showcase that Coke put on, and got to see some of my buddies play there. And it was just a treat. Ooh, we get to do that this year. What's that? We get yeah. to do that this year. All the showcases. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Until she, unless she kicks us to the curb way yeah, before well, the still. She, yeah, know. what's this, yeah. we, white boy? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are going to all of the showcases? There's yeah, so many. So, somebody oh, here works all. for Coke now, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> all of them. <laughs> they so, have one at the Blind so, Pig every year that is spectacular. It's a blast. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw mine out. Real quick, uh-huh. yes. I, threw, oh, yeah, yeah. I threw a birthday party for for my wife Vicky mm-hmm. on her thirty fifth. Uh, yeah, thirty fifth. That was like twenty years ago. Yes. Um, oh, stop <laughs> it, you, dude! You, I don't even know yeah, how you are alive. We had, uh, we had, She's uh, gonna slug him, but yeah, yeah. We that's had, okay. We had Mikey the Moon Pies play in our backyard. Huh. No bullshit. Wow. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> when was, was this? Oh, uh, this was fifteen years, uh, fourteen years ago, actually. That's beautiful. Yeah. It was. It was before they got. <laughs> Before they got big, big, right? So they played in the backyard. That's fantastic. And they were supposed to show up, play acoustic. They may have, uh, they may have been partying a little bit before they showed up, plugged in, and just started blasting the the entire neighborhood out. It's lovely. And some it's lovely. jackass in the neighborhood called the cops. I'm like, it's fucking. There's always the one pies, boner killer, assholes. man. Yeah, but we had shit ton of friends there. Just open bar, a couple kegs, and uh, the first time the cops showed up, 
he was like, <laughs> he said first time. Hey, hey uh, y'all need to y'all need to turn this down because perfect. One of your neighbors is complaining. I'm like, well, tell them to come over. Yeah, I was like, tell yeah, tell them to come over. It's like, as a matter of fact, y'all want to come in. They're like, yes, but no, we can't. We're on duty. It's like, can I get you waters or a bottle of liquor or something? <laughs> and and uh, so they left. Another knock on the door about. 30 minutes later because they turned it down and you know how bands are. It's everybody turns it, it right up, back trying up. To, trying to, I can't hear myself. So turn it up and keep going and then knock on the door. Hey, hey we're on first name basis at this point. Chip, oh, seriously, you got to turn it down. And they're like sitting in the, on the side of the house, just listening. <laughs> I was like, y'all can, y'all can come in, man. And so third knock on the door, he goes, if, if I have to knock on the door one more time, I got to write you a ticket. I said, well, how much is the ticket? <laughs> he goes, $1,000. I was like, oh, shit. No, all right. They're done. <laughs> I've had this conversation with yeah. those people as well. Yeah. yeah. In so, uh, Houston, we, uh, I had this house that I lived at that had a pool, and it was like right up against 59. So we thought when we rented this place, we're like, no one's ever going to call the cops on us if we have crazy parties. Right. Like, our backyard's Highway 59. No way. In the middle of Houston. First fucking party we have, man. Crawfish Bowl. Cops come and talk to them one time. They're like, hey, you know, if we end up coming back again, there might be a citation. Then they come back the second time. They're like, all right, we're coming back. There's probably going to be a citation. And I'm like, how much is this citation you speak of? Yeah. You know, and they're like, 500 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, me and the fellas can round that up. Yeah. And they're like, but we'll probably just come back and arrest you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, don't say it. we did. I know. Yeah, and immediately but. one of them was like, I don't think uh, he would do too well in uh, Houston <laughs> And I'm like, oh, little old five six me, yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't do too great in there. My Thank ha- you. My hands are really good for letting though. me know that. So on that Anyways. note, yeah. on that note, hey, what was that whiskey we just drank? All right, so uh, I was gonna, I was rolling into. At least they wouldn't call you baby doll. I probably would have got there? called that yeah. multiple times. Yeah. sure gotten called baby doll. No, you know, you know, you know, All right, we can do the song and then yeah. the whiskey? Yeah, yeah exactly. Let's do the song. All right, this is Baby Doll by these guys, the Ransom Brothers. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet, sweet beer. You're goddamn right. Except for we don't have to. No. We have beer right in front of us because we are yes, at we the do. tavern at the old Copeland Inn Dance Hall live with the Ransom Brothers. Talking, the two of them. Talking yeah. chicken and dumplings. Talking, talking which, chicken and dumplings. Which we just found out Mike has never had chicken and dumplings. What kind of bullshit is that? It's my 73rd birthday today, and I've never had. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. You dirty hippie. <sighs> Never had chicken and dumplings. Man, I got to say, you look fantastic for 73, brother. You know. He's doing well. He says 73. He's living right. He's 157. (laughs) Scotty Bennett. He's just a liar. I was not taking sides in that war of northern aggression. You might not know this, Sean. Sal, you might. Lone Star brought the puzzles back. The puzzles are back. back. What do we got in front of us? What? They (gasps) brought them back. Yes. So, so do we, not throw out those caps. Yeah, we were actually at the dugout in uh, in Warrington, 
and opened up a bottle, looked down, and said, "How old are these goddamn Lone Stars? They still have, they still have the puzzles on them." Puzzles on them. Yeah. And, and Macy, Brianna's girlfriend, uh-huh. looked at us and said, "Y'all are stupid." <laughs> okay. they, they, Man, they I never figure these things fair. out. I always players. have to she look them up. She oh, said yeah. that way before that. Well, she says it every time she every talks time she to us. Yes. Well, wait, yeah. now, hold on. On this whole chicken and dumplings thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Have you at least been in situations where it was like, if I wanted chicken and dumplings, no. I yeah. no. The the not I've even in the, the situation. The closest I've ever been is, is like Cracker I'm at, Barrel. <laughs> I'm at the, uh, no, I'm at the H-E-B, <laughs> and I'm in the soup aisle, and Chunky makes a chicken and dumplings. I said, oh, uh, okay. Look at this guy. He he used to live at the Cracker Barrel. I, d- I, did not, <laughs> I do not. I guarantee you they have chicken dumplings. There. They might. I, I don't know what they have because I, I don't go to the Cracker Barrel. The Honky Barrel, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Okay, nope. listen. Uh-huh. I'm going to send uh, Joanne my recipe, and it's for my cheater dumplings. So Ooh. it's super easy. Send, send Vicky. And, I, and send I'm going to send it to her because they're okay. really, really good, and I'm very sad that you haven't. She's, but it has to be on a day that you want to sleep because once you eat chicken dumplings, you go night-night. Like, okay. It's the ultimate Is comfort food. Not on my cheaters. I can right. do things, but um, there's really no reason because the cheater dumplings are are just as simple and easy. Just as good, though? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. I, so, I get zero complaints. I've done both right. ways. Fair enough. Well, first still talking off, about dumplings. Oh. <laughs> we are still talking about dumplings. Just are to clear no, no, no. I think, I think we, we took a sharp left yeah. from the dumplings <laughs> there. Right. It is hour two, so yeah. hey Speaking of hour two, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you to put your your headphones on. Oh, Because we got a, right, we got a game for you. Oh, Oh, we're going to do that. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're doing this. This is a new segment we started two weeks ago. This is called uh, Who Did It Best? Ooh, okay. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're going to play y'all a song from several different artists, and you tell us who you think did it best. Okay. All right? I uh, love this. Yeah. This Very week, excited right now. This week is Can't You See? Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, all right. We got we got some uh, we got some versions that you probably have not heard before. We're still talking about. There is, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm be before you start time. this. I'm interested if I hear the one version that I have heard recently. Uh huh. That, I mean, I'll just tell you now. When I did hear this particular version, I was like, nope, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. But it's a, it's. I've only heard one version yeah. outside of Marshall Tucker. Marshall Tucker. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, well I, mean, it I know might Marshall be Tucker, and I'm interested. All right. It does pop up. Here we go. This is Marshall Tucker first. Gonna check a freight train down at the station. All right, that was Marshall Tucker. Uh huh. This one. That's traditional. Waylon Jennings. Gonna catch a freight train. Hard as a can long. I don't care which way you go. Gonna climb a mountain. The highest mountain low. Jump off and ain't nobody gonna know. Ain't you see? All right. Mm-hmm. 
That's a cool version. You don't get to be mad one. at that voice ever. Oh, okay. no. That, that's no, one of my favorite. That's not the other one I'd yeah. heard. So, so you've, seen, you've seen Tales from the Tour Bus. That's uh-huh. one of my favorite scenes. They're doing the, 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 the Whalen episode, and he's going to, out to the uh, Indian nation. Yeah. And he's going to do a, a concert and whatever, 20,000 people there. And he's walking, he's walking into the hotel, whoever he's with. He turns to him and he says, he says you know, I'm, I'm pretty big out here. And the guy's with says, well, fuck, Whalen, you're big everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, you're Whalen. Yeah. Whalen has one of my favorite voices ever. This one is uh, Blackstone Cherry. Take a freight train down at the station. Nope, 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 nope. And Hold I on. don't care where Hold it on. goes. Don't y'all aren't into the rock version? Didn't like this. No, like so bunch of Creed finger fucking. <laughs> Jesus, I can't I wasn't wait to get you drunk far. December first. I just wanted that's to say the sober that Sean comment. I like Blackstone Cherry style, yes, for some things, but I just I cannot put that song even after hearing it like okay. in my brain where it's like have fun and rock out, buddy. <laughs> I don't like. Just can't do it. I don't like anything where you have to produce it that much for it to sound good. Like I, I want something where it's just like the sound of Organic. Marshall Tucker and the Wayland versions was just let's just mic up a bunch of human beings with instruments and yeah. see how it comes out. I feel like, like it any, the song. Kind of, kind of like a Ransom Brothers show. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here's here's a kid. Hopefully, a kid rock version. Oh God. I'm gonna take a freight train <laughs> down in the stairs alone. This is live. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna climb a mountain, the highest mountain low. This was Zach Brown. Yeah. Nobody gonna know. I've been looking for Not a horrible voice. I like I like that version. Like now, granted, if it was like if they went into the studio to do it, it'd be trash. And you know, you already know that. (laughs) But like same vein of like how I want to hear the song, right? And I love me some Kid Uh, Rock, so I'm just like, well, all right, it's Kid Rock rocking out to fucking Marshall Tucker. Can't you see? I've got we've got uh, we've got two more. One Holy of them, shit! One Everybody of just actually, I love this game. That was really cool. Can we keep? I want to do more of these. One two, of them, one of them is uh, two more. I was really drunk last night. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I one, heard. I heard the story. One of them is a live version, but this one, this one's uh, Hank Jr., early Hank Jr. Gonna take a freight train down at the station. Oh, I just heard this. And I don't care where it goes. Gonna climb a mountain, the highest mountain, jump off, nobody gonna know. I just I just watched um, Ken Burns' country music documentary. I watched uh-huh. the whole thing, and then I just watched uh, It All Begins with a Song. That's a Nashville songwriter documentary. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, I need to write those down. You need to watch both of them. They're really, really good. And I, it just got me thinking. I was just like, there's so many different covers of songs where, like, if if you're some artist can really screw it up, like we just heard. But Hank's version that they that song is in that documentary, and his version is awesome just because it sounds exactly like it should. It sounds like he walked in there with a bunch of great session cats, and they cut a really good un Mm -hmm. un like syrupy, like not overproduced song. Right. And I think when you hear all those different iterations of one song, I think it, it, it doesn't necessarily yield a lot of like overflowing credit to like, oh, these are all the awesome things that the artist can do. I think the most credit that it's yielded to is this is a great song. In that, and by the way, that's one of the reasons why we started this, this segment because there's so many great covers of different songs and trying to, trying to pick out the best, it's, it's uh, objective. So right. I, I have to say something, though. I hate covers. I, I really do, unless they're done in a way where it doesn't take away from the original. I, literally, I, I have to be honest. Like, I love a good cover that's done, but like, I, I'm really pissed off at Chris Stapleton still, and uh, there's a whole other episode yeah. uh, about his Tennessee whiskey version, which I know everybody loves it, and blah, 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 blah. Say um, they love it, yeah. but I have my own personal reasons for hating it. But I, this is interesting you know, to me because... So, you know why I hate that song? Because some asshole did. in the audience always asks me to play it. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, you, that, you can that's call always me. Yeah. You yeah. Can call we'll have chip. we'll have a whole conversation on why I'm uh, really pissed yeah. at that, about real, that song. Real quick, this, I just wrote a song today that's called cover song. Um, yeah, it's nice. about that. I, I haven't I haven't played it yet. I showed it to Sal and he didn't like it. So. See, see if y'all see if y'all like this version. I like parts of it. Just just kidding. That's not it. Uh, but but this this is see if you see if you know who this see if you know who this is. And this is a live version, so it's not as and it's not as um, clean as the Kid Rock one. But That's Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike, Mike. Moonpie. That's uh, that. Whoever's running steel on that is really good. Uh, like, that that is not uh, being judged. That is uh, oh shit, the bass player. The bass player's playing steel on that. Yeah, on that shit. one, they they switch out. Uh, Bean Judge is playing uh, guitar on that. The the st- the manager with the used to have the red long red hair. Mm. He's playing bass. Oh shit, what's his name? He's he's playing steel on it, and he just, they just kill it. I mean, yeah. kill it. However, okay, I have to say, uh-huh. when it comes to these covers, for a long time I was always like, man, keep it in the same vein. Maybe you have a little different tone. And if it went really, really just sideways, I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, especially with like hearing different versions of Pink Floyd covers Ooh, would just drive me up the wall. But ah, no pun these intended. days, I actually really like to hear, like, if they do a cover and it takes me somewhere. Way different enough. I'm like, exactly, motherfucker. That's a good ear to hear it. We can take it this direction, and then I'm like, all right. Have y'all heard Green Sky Bluegrass do time? No, no. Listen to that. When y'all leave, listen to Green Sky Bluegrass. Is like they're like a Billy Strings ish type of band. Um, They're like. 
they're very akin to Billy Strings type of sound, and they do bluegrass uh, jamming, like kicking or ticking away the moments to make up the dull day. But they they do it real quick. Their banjo and mandolin players go. Nice. They have a dobro player that just goes nuts on this song. It's so, awesome. So, who did which one? Who played the best? Marshall. Who? Marshall Tucker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. God dang it. I, I'm going Waylon, man. Uh, yo, Tommy Ann. I love Waylon. I absolutely love it. And I, there, it's said in the documentary. I mean, it'll that always I, be Marshall Tucker because it's their song. He speeds it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't care which way it goes. Gonna climb a mountain. The highest mountain low. For me, that's, that is right up there, but... I love the original so much. That's what I want to hear. I think I think the song itself, having been written by Marshall Tucker and having had like the no one puts a flute in a right in a southern right. rock country yeah. song like, and I don't know what happened first between them or um, cowbell. No, who's that band? <laughs> that, Maybe uh, one day we can put clarinet in there. What's the name of that band where they had a flute player and like they were all crazy? Jeff Hotel. Yes. I don't. I don't yeah. know who came yeah. first, Marshall Tucker doing that, and then Jethro Tull. Or it Jethro? was the Rooster. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Rooster always comes first. Yeah. Probably something far before that. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I am. Um, oh, which came first, Chicken or the Egg? The yeah, Rooster. See, the rooster. See. He, he, he caught up. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, Marshall Tucker's going to win because it's their song. Uh-huh. I think. But, yeah, for, but for me, Waylon, well, it's it's objective, right? Right. Yeah. So Subjective. If you if if you have to go out of all those covers, Waylon. I think Waylon could sing me, you know, Baba Black Sheep, and I would be like. <laughs> Like, it, fucking version I've ever heard in so. my head. Like I was watching that documentary, and like um, Hank Williams had gone through like a really Hank Williams Jr. had gone through kind of like he, everybody in Nashville was like, play your daddy songs, play your right. daddy songs, right. don't play your own stuff. Nobody wants to yep. hear that. And he was getting sick of it, and he had gotten mm-hmm. in a really bad uh, accident in Colorado, and it ripped yep. up his face. face. He had to have That's like facial, yeah, he had to have like re- facial reconstruction surgery, and like he was basically doing the same thing that Hank. William Sr. was doing it at 29. He was drinking himself and coking himself to death. Um, And I think at that, once that turning point hit, he was just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And now he, I'm, he's one of my favorite country singers that I listen to right now. I think of all the old, like the old school stuff that is kind of getting forgotten um, that I'm trying to very much just immerse myself in is Charlie Daniels band and Hank Williams Jr. I listen mm-hmm. to that. Dude, like, Charlie Daniels is such a jam. It just that's the type of music that makes me want to sit down. I and, literally just hear a like a band on a stage when I listen to that and I'm just like, man, those motherfuckers are just And that's jamming. like if I could just write laying licks left and right with each other. It's like, hey buddy, you go next. Hey man, you go. How about yeah. now you? We'll still hold it down. It's like you can just hear them. If I could write songs for the rest of my career that have that type of energy of just this song makes me want to walk into an old dive bar like Don's or Little Longhorn Saloon or Copeland or wherever I end up and start drinking Lone Star and pick a fight. Like, Well, let's, let's skip the fight part. Well. <laughs> Definitely skip the end of it. The energy's there. Yeah, like it just—it sounds like the beer bottles being thrown at the chicken wire type of vibe. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to the cover you recommended. I want you to listen to Jolene by Copper Chief. I've heard it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I've heard it. Yeah. Mm. We we did that. The, was we funny. Did that was the very first. Yeah, Jolene was the first. Was the first uh, who played it best with uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, Dolly Parton, and Copper Chief. 
Oh, I am a massive I have another fun Dolly one. fan. I, oh, I uh, by, by the way, by the way, I'm I'm sorry. Who who did you hear that you hated? The the version of it was none of those. So, so when I find it, I will I will send it to one of y'all and be like, I "This is the version." I think because I'm he's t- being I'm professionally talking. polite right now. No, I just fuck, can't remember. I'd fucking say. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, like <laughs> the, the the version I heard, like seconds in, I was just like, I looked at it and I was like, "Why?" Yeah. And I remember looking down and just being like, "We we may have played gone. that last. We may have played that last night, and both of us like, just, no, no, we're not fucking Yeah, we found yeah. a bunch but, of them. Hey, all the cover talk stuff. Oh, sorry, I know you're mm-hmm. saying something. I do have one that I like a newer version versus the old one. Stop it. But there might be multiple people out there for this. Might be a whole nother discussion. What, what, what's the, what's, I mean, we do this so every the song week, so what's is the song? Subterranean Homesick Blues. Oh, yes. And right, Mike, write that down. What I, I know, the that. original, is to be Bob Dylan. Maybe there's one before. No. But the Lumineers did a version, oh, which I, love the Lumineers. I, I hate the Bob Dylan version. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I have some songs Fight I words. like by Bob Dylan, and I appreciate him as a songwriter, but the only reason that I re- like I just can't stand a lot of his music is my first year in college, I went to Belmont, and the roommate I had Loved Bob Dylan, and every time I was trying to take a damn nap, he was playing old school Bob Dylan. So I just listened to Bob Dylan wailing in the background, and I was like, "I'm trying to catch a fucking nap." That man Uh, grew up to be Michelle Obama. (laughs) Gives you PTSD now. But well, so (laughs) subterranean homesick blues, Lumineers. Speaking of Bob Dylan, whiskey number two, which is pretty much a memory at this point. Heaven's oh, Door. That's right. It's his. Yeah, we already did that <laughs> one. I just did, happened to be... did, did I tell you what the proof was on that? No. So it's, it's Heaven's Door. It's a straight bourbon whiskey. So it's a two year old. Uh, it's out of Tennessee, but it's a bourbon, not a Tennessee whiskey. Still, it's gonna it's gonna be sweeter. Um, well, okay. Yeah. I believe so the, I so said the first, sweeter earlier. Okay, so yeah. the first bourbon was was more of a honey sugar sweet. This is more of a uh, uh, of a caramel vanilla. Sweet. So it, they're very different. That one smells kind of. That's not what we're drinking now, though, aren't we? On four? No, no, no. We're, we're on three, but I had to get this out there. So this particular one, I've never had a Heaven's Door before, uh, but I got talked into this because it's a WB Barrel Select, my Costco, which gets great whiskeys. Um, this one's making my nose itch. This See, is one, 119.5. The one before, I would not have used the word sweet at all. And interesting to hear how you used a different form of sweetness. So with this one, you said like a vanilla sweetness. Yeah, a vanilla caramel sweetness. Yeah. I wouldn't hey, even know, use the word sweet with the other one before. Like I went, well, oh, and this is, this is me being caramel. very simplistic that I said, oh, I'm able to tell you that this one was sweet. Yeah, but I'm so and the confused because I don't think that's what we're not. drinking, what you're talking about. No, no, no. no that's this this is had. not. This is the new one. This, okay, because there is nothing caramel or caramel or so whatever no, this one, about this one. This one is actually a birthday present. This is yeah. St. Cloud. It's out of Kentucky. I like the top. This is a 100 proof. Uh, oh, yeah. It's called It's called Four Hipsters. Yep, Four okay. Hipsters. Four Hipsters. <laughs> and I know nothing about this. Uh, this is I, 100 proof. It's a Specs Barrel. Select. How oh, much okay. is a bottle? Wait, is this what I'm drinking now? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it's his birthday. Right it's his birthday gift, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. Oh. 
but it's about that. Y'all are, my, it's about, y'all are my birthday gift to to uh, to Mike, by the way. So thank you for being true. here for she his said, birthday. So who do you, hey, who happy do you birthday again. Who do you want yeah. to be the guest on on your birthday show? So. You know, yeah. Thanks, no. man. I said Reba, yeah. and she brought you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Well, she, she brought. Man, the, so glad to come through. <laughs> she she brought the cover band version of Reba. We'll sing fancy for you if that's okay. <laughs> nice. So uh, no, no, I did. I did you, actually. Record you had it, a yeah. you had a song that you that you uh, were going to say a best. Who that is nasty as shit. Is that why would you, what, don't come yeah. up? What is uh, happening? That. What are we looking at? What's this supposed to be? She just. It's a horse. It's a horse nutsack. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah, a, a, a bull ball covered in spiders. Covered yeah. in spiders. And, so, uh, and fuck you for bringing that up <laughs> after whiskey sideways. And all I saw was the legs. They're crawling. They're moving. Yeah, those are moving. So, um, you you had a oh. who say it better for for can't you see? No, 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 no. no. Uh, oh. You said you had a song uh, for can't future use. Remember what that was going to be? He's not drinking. Oh, um, uh, I will always love you. Oh, and that that one I have a really. I think it's it's so hard because Dolly. Can I put my gun in this. So many songs that Dolly wrote were just amazing. Anything she ever wrote was just unbelievable. Have you seen her oh, documentary what? on Netflix? I have not. I need you to watch need it. Need to watch you it. You will it? cry the whole time. I cried from beginning to end just because oh, everything also, is so spiritual. Real quick her. on the documentary, you seen the Dean Dillon one? I need to watch that one too. God, yes. We're, we're gonna swap. Twice. We're gonna swap documentary notes after this. I, do I know. No, it was. I know. In terms of like Dolly with like with Porter Wagner and kind of his relationship with her for the longest. She time, talks about it in her documentary. To move away from his show so she could kind of blossom and have the career that she ended up right. having and be and, a bad bitch because yeah. you're a bad bitch. See how like there's songs that like you listen to it and when a songwriter writes from their perspective, it sounds one way. And then the audience takes it. And I Will Always Love You, when that song was recorded by Whitney Houston for The Bodyguard, it kind of, I think when you hear her delivery of that song, it sounds exactly white. Like what every person who knows that like they need to get out of a relationship or that they mm-hmm. it's not right. I think Whitney Houston's delivery of it has the emotion that that type of feeling carries. But Dolly's... Dolly's rips your heart out and stomps on it. I'm sorry. It makes it gets me way bigger than Whitney's. Does. Whitney's I is don't, more commercial. It's hard because I love it's more commercial. Dolly, but I just I hey, love Whitney first, Houston's first off, version. First of all, Whitney is fantastic. Was fantastic, but we did. Can't you see? We're not doing that one. <laughs> okay. Well, we're just are having we doing another one. Chat. I well, you're the one that asked me what my, sure. mine was. <laughs> we're just having a chat. I know. I'm just Wait, do we have another one queued up for that? You can't was, say nobody asked no. you and you asked me. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. We don't have another one queued up, but we, I mean, we can really quick. Oh, let's oh, do man. it. Come on. Let's do it. That was, uh, you want to do, you want to do like last week's? What was last week? Crazy. Oh, yeah, please, that's a good one. Please. Hey, get me started on Patsy. We'll talk. So, okay. Chat. So there, that is my there's a, uh, one there's if I had to pick one, three versions of crazy that we did. Mm-hmm. One Patsy Klein. Mike, you got to find it. Come on. Oh, I'm looking. While, while he's talking about, by that, the way, I sing it best in the shower. The acoustics in there are so good. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's close. I 100% know that you... See it really weird in that shower. Believe that it's so close. Oh, she's never alone in (laughs) that shower. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. As as he's sneaking around her house when you don't know he's there, he hears you singing it, and it's really good. Y'all know. So so go ahead. Number one. Number one. Crazy 
Number two, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I'm still trying to. <laughs> who wrote the song? This is not scripted, so we'll, we'll be patient. Yeah, no, no, no. It's we're, we're doing this on the fly. <laughs> there ain't a damn thing scripted about this show. What the hell happened? There? What? Here right we go. There, there you go. Crazy, crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy, crazy for feeling so blue. All right, Mike. All right. Don't one. don't don't tell him who it is. Yeah. Just play it. He's looking over my shoulder. Oh. Don't. To him. He has to guess who it is. Uh, crazy. I am crazy for feeling so lonely. For so right, but, but I know, I know why okay. you said that. I gotta, st- I gotta stop. I, I gotta just say, anytime you put that Christmas Carol, white Christmas sounding why? strings like on the, the back country, of it, he does not like that countrypolitan uh, producer. If you do, yeah. oh. I, uh, if anything ever sounds countrypolitan, I'm just like, get that shit as far away from me as possible. I want cigarette smoke and amplifiers. Mm. That's what I want. And that's what Patsy's version sounds like. Do you, right. have, do you have another one? I do. All right. Wait, we didn't do this one last time. I'm crazy. Crazy for feeling so lonely. This Come on. Nope. Nothing. I'm going back someday. Come Ooh, on. I will say. Look by you. Originally, I was definitely going Patsy one. Mm-hmm. Willie, I was like strong contender because at first I was like I heard it and I was like nope. And then I was like, give it a second. And I was like, good job. Great. Right. Love it. Then, heard the one y'all just did, and one. I've decided I want it coming from the woman. Uh-huh. So I don't, I, I, I don't care how I'm good, going last on this. I don't on, care on. how good Is that Willie a life does decision it. That because, you just made? No, just in this particular <laughs> song. Well, he needs okay, a female right. voice on this particular that differently. Yeah. <laughs> I think no, I, I think in I this particular song, like, I have to agree with him. I think that that's the type of emotion that you hear more often from a woman. Like, I tried to fix this guy. I tried to just love him as much as I could, and he's just selfishly moving on to something else, and he Sucks. doesn't even care. And I think that too too often women go into a situation where they're like, I I, I, I haven't heard very many stories about a guy sticking around to try to Sorry. fix a crazy girl. Really. Really? Why, why would you fix that? 
Really? I don't know. I don't think I don't stick around for shit. I'm single with an A. So, uh, I don't fucking put up with shit. So you know, so Willie, Willie wrote that. I, I, and I was gonna say, I, I think I listened to Willie's version, and if I had to rank them, I would say it would go Patsy one. Patsy just that song's immortalized you know she, for a you know reason. She hated. She did not want to sing that. She did two takes. Well, yeah, it was because Patsy's we, version we was one. About that recently, I think Linda Ronstadt's version is two. I think uh, I think Linda crushed it. I'd never heard that until just now, and it's just like as soon as I said yeah, I want to hear, like, hold on. as soon as yeah. I said I want to hear cigarette smoke and yeah. just low clean exactly amplifiers. What? I want to hear pedal steel. I want to hear like just very warm kind of like I want to hear like I'm sitting looking you over the pool table at the well, girl yeah, who's there before that getting yeah. drunk. I was like, okay, and, and, that, I was like, and that was one it. and two go and then y'all threw that one in the mix and, and like, I, you know Leanne what? Rimes I don't know what producer decision was made where she's like let's put fucking white Christmas strings in this I'm like no yeah. don't do that oh is that that's who that was I'm just waiting the third one what? Yeah. someone well, call what? on me go you, ahead you so first of all you don't fuck with Patsy ever anywhere <laughs> Willie Nelson um, I do love him because he's Willie and he wrote it and he's a badass but it sounds just like all of me why not take all of me? You know that song he sings? Yeah. No, Can't that's you not see? wrong. All of who? It sounds, it's called All of Me. Has everyone here heard All of Me by Willie? All of, yeah. Is that her last name? All, all of me. Okay. <laughs> it's actually from a movie. It's actually from a movie. It's a standard. Right. But then but then also Leanne Rimes, um, yeah, her producer sucked. However, comma, she was 15 years old when she recorded that. So oh, wow. you have to yeah. give her a schmidgen. Really? Her voice yes. is amazing. And, wow. and then Linda just is Linda. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. I think it's Oddly Patsy enough, when you Linda. said 15-year-old, Sal was like, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll I Don't get him yeah. started. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. That was I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> it's, our, it's probably best. Came in halfway oh. through this so Butler, Butler Park, huh? Pitch and putt. You go down there? Barks. Butler Park? Butler Park. Pitch and putt. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Butler Pitch and Putt? Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Y'all play that? Oh, hell we, yeah. We man. played there. Uh, we did a, it was HPI, a commercial real estate uh, firm, commercial real estate or property management or both. Um, and we did a, a gig there. We were right outside of the bathrooms, romantically enough. Nice. And That's sexy as hell. Yeah. The people and across the street. Standing right there. Like, love, love. The people That's across. actually probably great so I can take a piss. I don't have to walk far. It's yeah. perfect, <laughs> actually, now that I'm thinking about it. We're sitting there and we're just, we're, we're sitting on these bar stools and we're playing and they told us, we're like, hey, we're going to try to keep the decibels below 85 because the neighbors across the street are going to bitch. And sure enough, they did. And we just turned, oh, really? we just turned our shit up louder. Dude, there's and, nothing worse than when like, you, you don't even get the fucking show started. And they're like, all right, so we've got a decibel meter. And it's like, God dang it. We played a, we played a Tito's event. Now I got to fucking run my set around this shit. And we, yeah. we played an event at Tito's Distillery. And uh, they were like, you guys sound awesome. Like, we really, like, like I'm excited to hear the show. And then the people on the charter buses are getting off. This is a big event that Tito's does for their distributors. And I just see, like, all the young people are just like, yeah, they yeah. sound great, and they're going out to the trucks to get their food and stuff. But they're like pointing at us, like they sound good. And then these old rich beehive-haired lady 
just so Mike sounds like Dallas. that sounds like Terrytown Austin to me. Yeah, yeah they're just these old ladies coming out with That's like Terrytown. their That's they have their money. like their diamond chameleon yeah. brooches and their money. jackets and they look like their names are like Doris and like fucking Martha. Martha. We used to call Martha. them Hyde Park hoes. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they they get out of the truck and they wrinkle their nose. They're like, can they turn it down some? I'm like, can you yep. go drink your gin and forget yep. about your husband for an hour? Drink your gin, try not to die. You'll be fine. Yeah. Mm. So. Or did, do, I don't care. Yeah, whatever, or what? Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Bitch at the race, bro. So, you guys, so I know you went to Rouse High School. <laughs> I did. Leander oh, Way. Totally I did. And so that makes you a native Austinite. I, yes. Some some would argue it doesn't. Like everybody that lives in kind of well, the, Leander, you can argue with me because it doesn't. All over. It doesn't, but it does I, make you more than this guy sitting next to you. Yeah, I claim Austin just because. I mean, I've had friends growing up. Like my friends now, they're like, "Oh, I went to Austin High. I went to Anderson, and I grew up here." And I, um, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm from Austin too." They're like, "Oh, where'd you go to high school?" They're like, "Oh, I went to Rouse and Leander. Like I grew up there." Like you're not from Austin. Yeah, I'm you're like, from fucking Leander. And then I'll tell them like, "All right, well." Yeah, exactly. My dad worked for the state capitol for 20 years. My mom was has been in property management and commercial real estate in Austin for 35 years. I was downtown. Uh, Was that HPI? Uh, No. uh, She worked for. I know how y'all got that gig. She she worked for several different companes, and uh, we got connections. She she's with she's with Cushman and Wakefield now, but um, I I remember growing up, people would tell me like, "Oh, you're not from Austin," and be like, "I." I was downtown every Sunday at a church that was like a stone's throw from downtown. Like I spent my weekends downtown. I went to all this like Dustin Jesus dancing. When I was nine years old, my mom brought me to a Buddy Guy concert downtown. at Stubbs. Like I, I'm from Austin, and like they just be I like, like oh, okay. I think he's my kid's age. I think he's K's age. You 26? 26. Yeah, he's K's age. God damn. Yeah. So my my kids claim Austin too. They were all born in Austin, yeah. but they were raised in Georgetown, Texas. Yeah, I was born and raised southwest out by uh, Dripping Springs between Oak Hill. Burnetti Brown Cafe used to be Fitzy yeah. Road. That's my shit. Yeah, Ooh, I was. Fitzy. I was. Yeah, I was born. Fitzy Road. Yeah. Fitzy Road. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, Fitzy sucks now. My parents. My dad was an Austin fireman, and he See, I was, I was retired out lone, Mason. They bought land, but I was born the lone white child of a poor black sharecropper. Well, I mean, at yeah, least you're that. Texan. Oh yeah. No, Hard I, I, look at the birthday boy. Yeah, <laughs> got here as fast as he could. Wait, where are you from originally? San Diego. Oh, San Diego. oh so of all Lord. the Californians, San Diego people are the coolest. It yeah. means, I would agree with that. I'd, no, I'd give I'm that pretty a sure it means whale's vagina. <laughs> it's, it's a German word. It means a whale's vagina. All right, Sal. But um, but, where are you from? What? Are you oh, from? Cyprus, Cyprus, Texas. Ah, so you oh, a Houstonian okay. type? Oh, yeah. Is it Cyprus North- Woodlands Sprinkline? Northwest of. Houston. West of Houston think, is where yeah, you stay. Northwest. My da- my my uh, my brother bought a house off Mushki. Oh, Mushki. Yeah, he's got like five houses down there. He's Actually, rich and way smarter than me. I said it like that, but I just no, I do. I know the name and just driving around and the past it's just been like oh, Mushki. It's know. it's bougie, but there's a Bucky. I didn't know anyone around there. There's so a Bucky. Yeah. So how did, how did y'all get how did y'all get started singing, playing, etc. Like like our no, you're individually. Yeah, where's your... Oh. oh. Yeah. Who's going first? Ooh. Sal. All right. Go first. I'll go. Back in the day, one day, my Remember, dad, this is only a six-hour show. My dad handed me a CD player and a, an old-school little... Is it Meshuggah? CD sleeve of, like, here's 24 <laughs> awesome CDs. Go nuts, kid. And I just listened to that shit. And then immediately I was like, well, now we have to have a guitar. 
Yeah. So eventually he bought me a guitar. And then uh, I think I started playing when I was about 12 years old, just getting into like fifth grade. And, do, do you know uh, what the first song you learned was? Oh, um, Can't first you see, full song. Actually. No, it wasn't Can't You See. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Can't You, know, you See. Funny enough, crazy. Can't You See could have came way earlier, but it was uh, Brain Stew by Green Day. Ooh, wow. okay. Yeah. Nice. Bow now. That makes a lot of sense. Bow now. <laughs> Bow. Yeah, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. I just feel like they're going to bleed. Oh, yeah. That was that was definitely the first one. Uh, I had a Fender Squire and like a little 5-watt amp. It had like four knobs on it. Nice. Worked on that thing for a while. Uh, it's just three more knobs than you needed. Dude, I did not need that many knobs. <laughs> <laughs> As far as what I was doing back then. Um, then eventually got into uh, middle school. Somehow started playing stand-up bass. Mainly because I was like, well, I've already been playing guitar. I was yeah. like, I know the first... I know all the strings of the bass already. It's the first four. and I don't The have, first four? There's two extras I don't have so to So you self-taught yourself everything, be, though. Like, you're self-taught. You didn't go no, take lessons? No, or I took lessons. That. You did? Yeah, okay. I started so, taking lessons so, in, like, fifth grade and uh, did that up until probably about till I was, like, 16, and then I started just, you know, skipping off from lessons. And, you know. <laughs> so so uh, outside of your dad giving you a CD player and, like, four, 24 badass CDs, what uh, was there somebody in your life that was an influence? Like, was there somebody in your family that played that you were like, fuck yeah, I mean, doing this shit? I get all the music from my mom. Okay. Like, so her whole family. Well, except for those 24 CDs you got from your dad. Funny enough, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Get all the music from him, but all of where it comes from is my mom and her side of the family. Um, She played piano. I had an uncle and a cousin who played in a Tejano band. Nice. Uh, I've got a cousin who's like a director, and she works with like either a middle school or a high school. Nice. And, um, yeah, she's a oh, conductor, I should say. I, I knew what you uh, meant. I'm sure at some point, if my mom ever hears this, she's going to be like, you did not describe any of that. Correctly. Accurately. Yeah. Right. But, anyways, uh, yeah, get a lot of that from them. And my mom listened to a lot of old school rock and roll. My dad did, too. And so I just, I grew up in the car listening to that shit. And then once, you know, I told them, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm interested in music. They were like, Sure. Bought me a guitar, got me some lessons. I started jamming out on that. Nice. And then uh, did that all the way up till college, took a break until I met this yahoo. So how long have you all known each other? Oh, at this point, what? Three years. That's it? That's well, three to babies. four. They can't three have known each other long. Three to oh, four. Shit. Yeah. Okay. And then the rest of your band, recent? or uh, It's all in the mix of that. We met um, our former, um, we met. Our bass player and our drummer, uh, Phil Eckhart and Austin Wilson, we met them shortly after we got re- done recording our first four songs. Um, and then we were just like, hey, we've got this stuff recorded. Do you want to you come play around Austin and start rehearsing everything? And they're like, sure. Um, but we've only really 
I would say with with the additions that we've had, with like Wade Hill uh, join the mix and he'll play. Wade, friend of show, Wade oh, Hill. See, that put, son I like of a to call bitch. Waiter Duder. That friend of son of a bitch. Waiter Duder. He's Dude. been on the show. If he's we love listening. Him. He is my favorite knucklehead. I swear to God, I hope he's listening. I love that guy. He's, what a knucklehead. I love him to pieces. Great. God, um, I love him. He has got so much passion and so much heart on his sleeve. He is the best human. He really you, is a you great know his, human. You know his future brother-in-law is like 57 years old? Steve is... Uh, Steve acts 57 years old. I did old. not know Steve was as old as he is. I, no shit, right? Yeah, That's he's, why I, ain't he older like, than me? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not that. Well, but he's like, he's like 34, 36, something no, like that. No, he's older than that. He's like 36. Yeah, he's... You know who's older than him is old Bedard. Y'all know Michael Bedard, Mike too? Michael Bedard, I know him. Yeah, Michael Bedard's old. Dude, oh, you know Mike. He's so, old. So let's let's get into let's get into your origin story. Yep. I um, you were a band guy. You were in band. I can I, see it. I was for a minute. You I played tuba, didn't you? No, I. Uh, I'll, let's start from the beginning. French horn. I played snare drum. <laughs> I I was like, if you're gonna do something, make sure it's at least kind of cool. So I was like, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play snare drum. But I um. When I was six years old, I was at a junior college baseball game in Weatherford, Texas, and my cousin was playing, and one of the guy's walk-up songs was uh, Thunderstruck, and I heard that, and I'm used to listening to, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and, like, whatever Disney music was on, and so my dad, my mom and dad weren't really, like, kind of, they weren't really exposing me to a lot of other music, just because I guess I was young. And just Christian sure. stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of Christian music, a lot of, you know... Just stuff that it was appropriate for a five or six year old kid to hear, and they were. Um, I was at this game, and the song comes on, and they roll their eyes. So like, Hold oh, on, here was we it go. was it this one? Play the, the why, why is it not I really. Oh, not that one. Monstrosity! What yeah. in the actual that's fuck that, was that? that? That's the Steven New Seagulls. challenge just for fun. I mean, uh, ACDC. Did who it did it I'll better? Just, I'll just yeah. say, Jesus, that. yeah. that's a oh, fucking landslide. Oh, yeah. ACDC did a little bit better. You know what a snatch chair right? is? My dad used to say, "It's just a snatch chair. Just give me a snatch chair." Yeah, no. <laughs> so anybody know what that is? Yes. Yeah, really? Oh, so where are we it, going with this? First off, it's something you don't. You're snatching something. First off, it's something you don't have. What? Just it's that. I'm a lady. I'm a lady. She's a lady. Anyway, go ahead with your story. Sorry about that. Proceed. My bad. I we digress. I hear the guitar and I looked at my mom and I was like, "What is that?" She goes, "That's ACDC." And I was like, "Damn right." Playing guitars. She said, "Yeah." And I was like, "I want to learn how to play guitar." And she's like, "Oh, here we go." So I'm kicking the back of their seat the whole drive home from Weatherford back to Austin, and I'm like, "I really want to learn how to play guitar." She's like, "Okay." And my mom, she was like, first off, don't be a bitch. Well, she, she didn't make it easy on that's me. exactly she, what Sheila yeah. said. She didn't make it I mean, that's exactly pretty much what she did. She's like, all right, you're going to take piano for three years. And if you can, Fuck yeah. if you actually care, Fuck yeah. if you actually give a shit about this, then we'll buy you a guitar. And I was like, all right, I'll take piano so, for three years. So you're going to buy me a piano? No, she buys like, <laughs> she got my, like, she got this like, 
Yamaha electric piano okay. and um, my grandma gave us a big church piano that I practiced on and it actually sounded really cool. Um, but she would teach me piano for three years. I took lessons from this uh, Russian lady and she was really, really, really mean. And if I and did anything, her name was Miss, uh, Miss Irina or Miss Arena or something like that. And I had to call her Miss Irina. And if I did anything wrong at all, she would like yell at me and I hated lessons and I was really afraid of her. And I got to like nine years old and I just suffered under that woman. And I learned music theory. I learned like sharps and flats. I learned the 12 notes and I was not like, enough ballet as well. <laughs> she tried to teach me that I wouldn't have it. But, um, I, I finally got to nine years old. and I was like, mom, I either want to play guitar or play like or oh, French horn. Yeah. <laughs> I either want to play that or I want to play um, Pop Warner baseball. And she was like, okay, or LCP baseball, whatever it was. And she's right. like, all right, you can do both, but like you can play baseball, but I'm going to put you in guitar lessons. And my first guitar teacher was named Daryl, and he played with a band in town called Duck Soup. Yeah. Um, and we know Duck Soup. Then we know Duck yeah. Soup. Daryl passed away stuff. a little while ago. Um, and I, I tried to look him up so I could like uh, reach out to him or something, but he, he had passed away. Uh, I'm not sure when. But um, I remember I would... I would go to my lessons and I, I was so used to just like show up on time, be like really alert and ready to go because otherwise your teacher's going to yell at you and you had to have had everything practiced and ready to go. And I get in there and I, he was like, all right, I started with an acoustic guitar that my cousin gave me and the strings had never been changed. They were super rusty and it hurt my hands. So I get in there and he's like, all right, did you practice your skills and everything? And I'm like, yeah, I got everything practiced. Um, and he's like, I told him like, my hands kind of hurt though. Like the strings don't feel very good. He goes, that's cause they're like five year old strings. Do you change your strings? And so one of the first things I learned how to do in lessons was how to change my strings. And then he was just like, he was super chill. He was either, and he either like, I went to a baseball game at my brother's high school one time. There was this guy that smelled like whiskey really bad and I could just smell alcohol all over the guy. And I looked at my mom. Was it and, dad? No, it was, it was not dad. Um, and there was, no, I didn't mean yours. I meant mine. Oh, <laughs> then yes. Yeah, this probably was. There's this dude that he smelled, he reeked of alcohol. And I uh, looked at my mom and I was like, he smells like Daryl. And my mom was just like, oh, God. And so Daryl was always either a little bit drunk or a little bit high every time I would go to a lesson. And so he was super chill. And I'd show up, and I was like, okay, well, I didn't really practice the chord or the scale book he gave me. He's like, all right, well, what do you want to learn? Yeah. And so I'd go, can I learn more than a feeling by Boston? He's like, all right. And he's like, you put your hands here, and you make a D chord, which you didn't learn in the book, and then you do that. But then I would put my hands where he would show me, and I was like, is that it? He goes, yeah. He's like, all right. And then you just do this drum pattern, and I would do it immediately. And he was like, okay, well, then you do this. And I just picked up, like, everything he would show me with, like, visually I was able to hear and I was able to see. And he was like, okay, so you're an ear learner. He's like, you're, he's like, you got a really good ear. He's like, you, you pick up on this stuff quick. And I was like, yeah. I was like, do we still have to use the book? He goes, uh, Daryl. Well, he, would, he was, I was like, thanks, do son. I still have to use the book? And he goes, well, you don't have to. You should use the book because you'll learn a lot more, but we don't have to do that. Um, and so... I would go home and practice like pentatonic scale and blue scales and all this different stuff and learn different chords. And I would just come to the lessons and I'd be like, I want to learn how to play back in black. I want to learn how to play like all on the watchtower, different things. He's like, all right, here's what you do. And it was basically like having a live YouTube teacher. And for my first probably two and a half, three years of learning guitar, I took lessons from him and then I'd go home and just turn on like, I asked him like, what are the bands I should be learning? And he'd go, you need to learn Led Zeppelin. You need to learn Jimi Hendrix. You need to learn all this stuff. And I just kind of 
I, I practiced, 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 practiced all day long. I'd come home from school and I wouldn't do anything else but just sit and play on. They finally let me graduate from an acoustic guitar, too. They bought me this pawn shop Fender Squire Stratocaster-style guitar. And it had one pickup in it, and it had one volume knob. And I had a little Fender Champion, like, just... Oh, dude, I had the Champion, too. It just was this little <laughs> solid-state pawn shop amp, and it sounded so bad. It's the worst. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm learning job. all this stuff. It got the, I mean, it made noise. Unless you want to sponsor us Fender, then it sounds fantastic. <laughs> and I, I learned how to play on that. I and I was just like, ground. this sounds really bad. Um, well, eventually I learned it sounded really bad. When I was 10 or 11 years old, I didn't care. But they finally bought me that. And I was like, this is great. And I practiced all the time. And then eventually I saw this like Epiphone Les Paul in a, just a guitar magazine that I got from Guitar Center. And I was like, mom, dad, I really, really want this guitar a lot. And they're just like, all right, well, you know, maybe you just make all A's or you make the best grades you can and we'll get you that guitar. And I studied Aww. really hard and made like five or six report cards that fall that were all A's. And I was just like, and then I, and then they're like, okay. And so Christmas rolls around and it must've been so hard for your generation. Make the best grades you can at school. Oh, I, I made straight A's. <laughs> just make good decisions, man. And th- yeah, good just, things yeah. will happen. I made straight A's. And then I was just like, and then Christmas rolls around and my dad, my mom and dad come out and like all the presents are open and that guitar was nowhere to be found. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like just try again next year. Maybe you'll do it. I hate you. And so, <laughs> and so I was, I was kind of just like, you know, just be thankful for what you got. Everything's going to be fine. And then my mom rounds the corner with this like big red, velvet bag that's got a guitar neck sticking out of it and i'm like you gotta be kidding and so i got that good boy you almost did i almost did but i I didn't actually say that when i was that age i know in his head back then he might have almost been there so um did you find out vocally you were you were talented in the shower like me i same thing i just thought it was always happened actually I thought I was always just going to be a, a like an instrument player. I played drums for my church for seven years. I played guitar. I, I didn't think I had a very good voice because I would sing in church, and my dad was like, "I don't think you have a very good voice. You need to <laughs> you need to stick with um you need to stick with guitar. I don't like you don't really have a very good voice." Yeah. And my dad, I mean, if he's listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't mean to throw you under the bus, but you did no, straight parent, up. Parent, I mean, so that's what we do as parents. Yeah. Because like my 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 daughter Kay, she went all the way through um and was a collegiate softball player and a phenomenal pitcher and. Power hitter, but she still sucks. I know she's listening because she texted me earlier, and you suck. She sucks. She sucks at life. She's a major underachiever. So she keeps she's actually it. a program director at um, Coke FM now at 26 years old. No, so event so what you're saying is event super director. I'm sorry. Still, yeah, no, but she still enough. sucks. Yeah. You know, all three of them. That's what we do to y'all. But we're like, you suck. Like, you really need to like get better keep, at this. Keep and, level headed. You know, well, I expect it. When they get promotions, great. I'm like, they're like, Mom, I got a promotion. I'm like, fantastic. I mean, what do you want? A fucking cookie? Yeah. You know? <laughs> See, my they, mom looks at me and goes, why? Yeah. <laughs> Who did that? Yeah, you're dumb as shit. How dumb are the other people? <laughs> his, mom, his, mom lo- his mom looks at him all the time and says, you know, your daddy just wanted a blowjob. Yeah. So, well, thanks for being so lazy. Thanks for being lazy. he got it. Thanks for Maybe being lazy, Mom. Didn't. Yeah, thanks for being lazy, Mom. <laughs> Look Actually, it's not Patsy in the shower that told me. It was, oh, well, tonight, babes, don't lie. Look like her, too. Shakira. Oh, Shakira. Jesus, tits. Shakira. Anyway. Like anyway. Shakira. So was it the same for you? It was like, oh, my God, I'm well, a fucking was, genius. I remember I was. <laughs> exact same. <laughs> you should so, hear so, Shakira. So, so I was walking by the shower. He goes, hey, you know, it was just like the, just like the, uh, oh, what's, what's that movie? Uh, with, the, with the voices, the acapella shit. 
Oh, uh, pitch perfect. Uh, pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. Oh, yeah. pitch perfect. They were they were in the dorm showers and Sal walked in on him and goes, sing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually in the locker room. Sing it again right now. I was in the locker room in like my probably sophomore or junior year of high school, and my brother would always burn iPods and CDs for me. My brother was really into like I mean, I have no idea why, but Is my that brother kind of a satanic thing, he would just like no, no, no! Like he would, he, he would what? no, he would, he would like burn from like like you I'm know, like, joking. Yeah. I'm lime wire. I'm yeah. joking. But he would burn like Brian McKnight, Boys to Men. Um, like let's fucking go! I can harmonize like a motherfucker. Are you ready? He would. I believe get, it. Get in the studio! I swear S- to God. Sing it. He would <laughs> sing it. I will be, y'all, I will be y'all's Jordan. Sing it. Just You're sober. It. I swear to God. I, I'm sober, but I have like a horrible cold. And I sound like shit right now. But I mean, just talking. No, no, that's Amber. He, anyway, <laughs> all right. Hold on, hold on a second, real quick. What do you got? What do you got? We got Off seven again. minutes. Okay. Oh. So anyway, long story. What do we short, do with these seven? I minutes? would listen to those songs that my brother like would download on the MP3 player, and I'd be listening to like back to like you know oh. back at one by Brian McKnight and all these songs, and I was singing like Usher or something in the bathroom or in the like locker room at my high school, and all the the black kids on my on my football team and that ran track, they're all like like. They're all in the room, and they can hear me singing those songs. And like one of uh, like two like two of our safeties, a linebacker, and our receivers, they were all running track, and they heard me singing. And they around the corner and look at me. They're like, "Was that you?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Keep singing." And I was like, I started singing. Now, they all looked at me. They're like, "Now, honky. you can sing." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I can't." They're like, "Yeah, you can." Like, did you not know that? I'm like, "Oh, oh, cool." So I always so was like, you, "Let's hear a little bit." No. Come on. No, no, no. Oh, really? No. Am I not bigger than them? No. I will that shake you like story a baby. And I'm not singing those songs. No delivery. I will shake you like a baby. Anyway, I <laughs> I get to college and I had stopped I'd really stopped singing like I will tickle you till you fart. I'm not singing them. But <laughs> I, long story fart. short, I got to college. I went through a whole career path to go do something else and I realized I hated it and I was like, I don't want to do that. So my spring semester of my senior year I had called up a bar in College Station called Poets, you know, like this pool hall, and they had a stage, and they would do live music sometimes, and I called the bartender, and I was like, hey, do y'all do live music? They're like, yeah, do you want to play? I said, sure, can I come play one? And they're like, yeah, it's like a three-hour set. Can you do that? And it's like, I've never played in front of anybody before, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And like, God dang right. right. I was like, he's like yeah, like just, songs. Just, <laughs> like, just, just play all covers. And so I show up, and I have my buddy Adam Hill He's now Josh Abbott's fiddle Abbott's player. Fiddle player. He, w- he was at Tejas with us that I, one night. I know yep. who he, and he, he also played. Also related to Mr. Wade. Yeah. He's fantastic. Nugget. He played nugget. that first show with me for three hours. And I remember my mom was like, uh, my mom told my brother and my sister-in-law and my dad. They're like, he's playing a show on College Station. We're going to go see him. And my dad was like, okay. So it's a Thursday night and we drive out. They drive out there to come see me. And my dad's like, all right, we're going to stick around for like maybe 30 minutes. And then we got to go home. I got work tomorrow morning. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, sounds good. And so I start singing the Bird Hunters by Turnpike Troubadours with. <laughs> no. I can't. Little me. Sal can sing. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> anyway, we, I start singing that, and like halfway through the song, my brother looks at my dad and he goes, We're staying for all two hours. We're not going anywhere. And so I got done with that. I got done playing and I got off the stage and my dad and my mom and, my mom and dad both look at me. They're like, Where the hell has that been they're like, your Adam entire is life? Really fucking good. Yeah. They gave you props. <laughs> they they hey, said. So before we get, hold on, hold on. Sorry, Let me finish because well, this is a, this is an emotional moment for him yeah, that we just is. ruined. Anyway, 
Well, that's what I'm good at. Yeah. From oh, then to, I, I went on tour with a guy named Garrett Simon. I had played with him for about a year. Like just, I, I met, he met me in a guitar center right after, around the time that that gig had happened. And I graduated from college and he was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to go like be in a band? And I was like, sure. He's like, we already got a guitar player, but we need a rhythm guy. And so I start playing the guitar player that was in that band pissed off Garrett and they split ways. And then I took over as the lead player and I had, I was good enough to kind of just keep the songs going, but we would go from like Uvalde to Stephenville to Houston, to San Antonio, to Dallas and just driving all over the place, either in trucks or in the back of an RV. And that was kind of my first experience, like being with a band playing, going and actually around going stuff. on gigs. And then after that, I met Sal and um he i met him through a coworker, and the coworkers were like we all like we're gonna have a band and we're gonna jam and we're gonna play like after work come over and i was like okay so i brought all my stuff over and as i found out sal and i are the only guys among all these drunk dudes that are all like google like sales reps and software developers and recruiters that we're the only ones that can play and so i was like do you want to start a band and he's like sure so we go out down to college station and he and i played two shows for frats and we both got st- we got stiff from both those gigs. They didn't pay us. Well, let's go and- get that money. Fuck this. <laughs> I have a, a free gig that just came up literally in ten minutes. What? Well, we'll talk about that after. All right. We don't. We don't you, love you, you played a short gigs. time with uh, Drew Fish as well. I, I played a few gigs with him as well. He needed a guitar player, yeah. so I, I played Cheatham Street Warehouse with him. I play. We opened for Pat Green uh, at a private party in East Texas, and then I think I played at Wild West in Cedar Park with him. Those are the three gigs I remember playing with him. Nice. So, uh, not to cut you off, sorry, tune in next time uh, when the Ransom Brothers are on to hear the rest of that story, because right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it I took know. an hour and a half, right. but still, I mean, we don't know the, we don't know the end of it. No, no, How did it turn out? Did he continue playing? So we're going to do we a reel know. and put it on Drinking Texas, so if you're not following us, you need to fucking follow us oh, on well. our Instagram and Real Facebook. Quick, we got about a minute. Follow the shit Mike, Mike Far Wallace Sound. Drinking Texas. Yeah, Mike, Mike Far Wallace Sound is coming up next. I'm going to get this out as quick as I can. Going on right now, Williamson County Fair and Rodeo. Mark Chestnut. Yep. Nope. Playing tomorrow night? Yep. And, we'll talk about that at all fair. Uh, Taylor, Main Street Car Show, Saturday. Biggest car show in Texas. So, if you like cars. And uh, Chili Spiel, 50th anniversary. Second biggest chili cook-off in the world behind Terlingua. And also, Spirit of Honky Tonk is here at Copeland Dance Hall. And it will be Ken Foe and Morgan Ashley on Friday night. And Saturday night will be the derailers. Let's fucking rest Where are y'all playing? Hurry. Uh, We're playing at uh, Rustic Tab November 18th. And... And, and hopefully Don Depot We're playing this Saturday at in uh, Palestine or Palestine. Yeah, Palestine. East we're doing Texas. uh we're playing at the Shelton East Gin. Texas, baby. Love it. Nice. Uh thank you all very much for joining us. This has been awesome. Nice thank you for having me. Happy birthday, Mike. Amber, say it. See you next time. Happy Thursday, birthday, bitches. Mike.